conscripted by a secret organization. A group of strangers is loaded into experimental metapods, hurtling their souls across dimensions and into unsuspecting avatars. With each trip across reality, these newly minted metapilots gain access to unique powers and abilities, slowly transforming them into true masters of the metaverse. Hey everyone, welcome. It is Meta Monday. Welcome to another episode of Masters of the Metaverse here on the Zombie Orpheus Entertainment channel on Twitch. I am your host and GM, James Durham, and joining me at my virtual today table today, I've got Lisa Coronado, Sean Franklin, Luke Emmonson, and Christian Doyle. Hey. So what is Masters of the Metaverse? Well, you know, it's only the most interactive live stream RPG on the planet. That's right. We've got our full store that you can hop into right now, check it out, and do all kinds of great things, from meta points to allow our pilots to go in different directions on the slider, to personality disorders, if you want to decide which direction they go on the slider, moments of clarity to give them the best dice. Uh, they've got individual buffs. There's the meta meltdown and system shock if you want to play havoc on them. Team up to see all kinds of great things. My personal favorite, the rule of cool, and then, of course, there's the hack attack. You just absolutely have to have something added into this story. That's built for it. Um, we've got some special backers I would like to thank this week. Matthew O'Brien, thank you. John Knapp, thank you. And Abigail Roberts, thank you. You're our Patreon backers. We couldn't do this without Patreon backers like you and without people supporting our store. So... I am really, really glad you did that. Now, usually we are able to have a Patreon poll every week to have results. But because of the uh, all the wild and crazy zaniness of ZoeCon, the Patreon poll didn't happen. So what I need now is our wonderful mod packs. It's going to run a poll right now. And you, our entire audience in this very moment, is going to run your own poll to give our uh, pilots today some bonuses. And uh, you're going to decide how those go. So go ahead and vote the way you want to on that one, and I will distribute those before we get going here into the game. Now, uh, 
Last week on Masters of the Metaverse, we began our dreams and nightmares storyline. And following the rumors of strange happenings and pilot disappearances, our heroes traveled to Metaverse 00761, hoping to find the mysterious cause of the impending doom that Monday the Chronicle warned them about. Upon arrival, they found themselves in the avatars of unfortunate inmates and in an asylum outside of New York City. They were beset by horrors and the demented staff of the facility itself, barely escaping before one of the staff set the building ablaze. Once outside, they encountered a strange entity. Wyatt Maxwell was able to determine that this strange mad being was similar to the horrible creature known as Harvester that we once faced in a place called Toyland. Oh, yes. So I'm waiting for those poll results. Once I have them, I will let you guys know how that turned out. But until then, we will uh, get going here. You have uh, left the walls of the asylum behind. About an hour or so of traveling down the road towards the New York City that you saw in the distance. The smell of burnt buildings and smoke is slightly stronger here as you're getting closer. And this is where you see your first real signs of life besides the asylum that you left. There's a uh, rolling pasture and uh, occasional farmhouses and small little cottages and the like, but there's no livestock and no people working in them. And you don't see any traffic on the roads, no one walking, no one working in the fields. In fact, you see nothing living, not even birds. It is exceptionally quiet. And we've got some poll results. Uh, looks like we've got Lisa taking first place. So, Lisa, you're going to get plus 20 health and Ooh. plus 7 to a roll on this session. Yes. Wow. We've got Christian and Sean coming in almost right behind that. So, we're going to get... Uh, Plus 20 health and plus 5 to a roll for both Christian and Sean for today. Hey, thanks, folks. And then, Luke, we're going to get you at the, at the back end, only slightly uh, ahead of my lack of getting anything at all because everyone hates me and I'll eat worms, is uh, plus 10 health and plus 3 to a roll. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for that, Chad. Yay. Thank you. All right. <laughs> So that's about all you've really seen so far, and it's been a couple of hours of walking down this long, windy road. It's not like the roads from from back home in your home metaverse. It's you know more more primitive, you know, mixture of gravel, not fine asphalt. Uh, you know, paved roads aren't quite a thing just yet, or at least not this far away from an urban area like New York City. And more of these cottages you pass and more farmhouses and still no life, not a, a single person, no one sitting on a porch, no cows out in the pasture. And there are empty pastures that look like maybe they held cows, pens that would hold, you know, pigs or goats or any number of other creatures. And they're just not there. It's completely empty. And these don't look like they're abandoned or old or decrepit farmhouses. They're all decently maintained. I mean, it looks like someone should live there, but more and more of just emptiness. According to Sarah's memories, this is really odd. Right now, there should be people out and about. 
I think you might be uh, muted, Christian. Where am I on the slider? Uh, let's see. You, you should be. Yep. Uh, John, uh, Crash, and Wyatt are full pilot currently. Hmm. Okay, so I want to use my heightened senses to see if I can actually detect any uh, life ar around where we are within our, you know, Excellent. Our radius. Give me a notice check as you use your enhanced senses, John Stone. Beat it by six. Uh, there's, like, insect life and, and that sort of really small life, like worms in the ground, but none of these houses or pastures have anything in it. And nothing as big as even a squirrel or a bird is about. What? Can I use Sarah's memories to see if she recognizes any of these houses or the inhabitants that should be in there? And she's not from this particular area, but I'll give you that. Go ahead and roll against your mind score and see if she remembers anything. She My did mind. once. Yeah, roll against your mind score. She once oh. did get taken in a car up this way to be deposited at the asylum against her will. So she has seen this road. Okay, and this is 12? Yes, you are in the middle. And, and you can actually, 12. because you're in 12s and using both minds, you can use either Tessa's mind score or Sarah's mind score. I got a 12. I needed a 10. All right. It's just, it's been too long that she spent inside that asylum to really recall any details. And she was also very distraught when they were forcing her to be institutionalized against her will. Okay. But yeah, there's uh, no real life around Johnstone, none in the houses, though it really does look like there should be. Huh. Uh, can I sense any kind of electromagnetic uh, signaling or interference anywhere? Uh, you beat your notice check by six. Uh, there's some radio waves, like uh, old style, like AM, FM, or AM style radio waves. But huh. they're... Static. Huh. All right. Just plain static. And they seem to be uh, originating from the, the nearby city that you were headed towards, New York City. So, Crash, what do you know about this place? I mean, our mission, you were briefed on it. And that... Didn't one of you guys know that creature we ran into? Luke? Uh, I mean, uh, Wyatt? I didn't know that creature specifically, but I came across uh, something similar uh, earlier. It, it was essentially a metaverse, but it was wrong. Um, it was like a, a, its own pocket thing, and this creature had essentially set up camp there um, and uh, more or less was, was the absolute ruler of that area. Uh, it fed off of, of fear and torturing people. Harvester was its name. Um, so like I said, I, I don't think that this is the same entity or one that I've come across, but it's that same type of uh, of creature. And I mean, now seeing absolutely no life here, I mean, the things have to be connected. You're uh, muted again, Christian. Yeah, that's okay. Hmm. All right. Continuing traveling, another hour or so passes getting closer towards this city. The smell of 
burnt buildings and smoke is really strong here. And there's almost a haze of smoke across the sky. It makes it even more unnerving with the, the sun being blocked out by this. How exactly are we traveling? Walking. Really? Yeah. Why? I suppose you could travel other ways, but uh, I didn't make any assumptions. Are there any vehicles nearby? There's no cars. Horses no. are... I mean, there's no horses. There's nothing no alive. Livestock, yeah. Is there anything with wheels? A car? Uh, there's some, like yeah, a plow? There were a few, empty, a few empty wagons and carts that you passed at these houses, yes. Ah. Great. Hop in, I'll pull. Cool. Shotguns. If we got to walk by all this bleak farmland for hours upon hours, why don't we just make it minutes upon minutes so I don't have to deal with all the bleakness? Because this is ridiculous. This place is stupid. Let's get out of here. Seconded that. Get in the wagon. We'll be in Manhattan in five minutes. Hold on tight. Uh, you begin hustling down the road, pulling this wagon uh, with everyone on board behind it. And as you uh, leave the tree line, you get into more uh, more pasture-type farmland as you get closer and closer to the city. And one of these particular pastures off to your right, fenced in, contains the, the first sign of life that you've seen since you left the asylum. There must be thousands upon thousands of cattle in this pasture, all meandering slowly towards the city. Okay. Can I get notice checks from everyone, please? What we roll an eight, correct? Do we have do we have meta points? You have three yeah. meta points in the store to use. Yeah, you can absolutely need... move yourself on that slider. Can I move towards Tessa, please? How many spots would you like to move? Well, one spot will move me to tens, right? Yep. I'll do that. Okay. Full pilot would roll an eight. Is that right? Yep, rolling eights, but you cannot access your avatar sheet. Correct. Eight. Made it by five. Made it by five. All right. Oh, God. Beat it by eight. Uh, beat it by 13. Wow. Wyatt. I lost by four. Okay. I'm having an off day. It's all right. Uh, you, you are having an off day. It does happen. It's a really strange place. It can have that effect on people. <clears throat> uh, the three of you noticed that uh, a couple of things. First off, all these cattle have a variety of different brands on them, which... You know, none of you are cattlemen, but it does strike you as odd that so many different brands would be in a single herd. That usually doesn't happen until the slaughterhouse in most cases. You also notice that there's a few wandering, I guess you could call them farmhands, distributed throughout the herd, keeping them moving. And beyond them, you can see a small camp set up like a like an old cowboy type camp with the covered wagon and a little fire going in front of it and someone is sitting at that fire hmm do you uh, see just regular people or are they you know armed of some kind or just regular farm people uh the farm hands have uh, like prodding sticks that they're using to make the the cattle move and other than that, cowboys then yeah it's hard to tell if they have any other kind of armaments because you can only see like their heads amid the herds of cattle. But if they do have them, they're not like carried in their arms or anything like that. Well, we should probably go talk to them and see what's going on. Well, okay. I'd stop the wagon. 
Okay. Thanks, bro. No problem. Go talk to him. Come back. All right. I hop out. All right. It's easy to climb the fence. It's not particularly high. And climbing over it, you can kind of see, because there's so many cattle, the, the pathway that they have basically carved in the countryside. And a ways back, you can see that they've just destroyed a section of fencing to get into this pasture. And ahead, there's more fencing they've destroyed and this just continuous herd of cattle all headed towards the city. Like they're completely ignoring property lines. The farmers? And, yeah, and the, the farmers cattle? and the herd. Yeah, just like this, like going a straight line to the city. All right, I walk up to him and I say, where are you heading? Uh, he turns to look at you in this uh, farmhand. His eyes are just completely bloodshot. Nope, nope, come on. <laughs> this and is tough, like, we're leaving. He's got drool running down his chin, and he just nope. kind of slightly turns and then just turns back to what he's doing and keeps prodding the cattle along. No, but as no. you go through, you get, a, you get a better view of that campsite. There's a, a guy sitting at the campsite, has you know the, the classic cowboy-type western hat on and the long coat, Sitting on a stool, and it looks like he's, he's, he looks like he's roasting a, a calf or something, or the leg of a calf over the fire. You know what? He's eating a piece of it. <laughs> so uh, that guy is obviously special. Like he seems with it. Yeah. None of these people are special. Let's leave. The guy by the fire isn't special. Nope. Nope. It's all just a trick. Just get in the wagon. Okay. You want to come back into the wagon or are you going to go uh, talk to that weirdo? Well. No, I'll... you want to talk to the weirdo, talk to the weirdo. But I'm just letting you know it's nothing. You don't find it odd? Of course it's odd. We just escaped from a mental asylum. That, that wasn't real. It was just horror movie bullshit. Why do you think this is any different? Because maybe he could give us information about nope. what we can expect on the in the city. No, Bessie's going to be as a soothsayer saying you're all going to die. Because that's what part of the movie we're in. Part of the movie? What movie is this from? Does it? Well, it doesn't mean that he doesn't, won't give us a clue, though. He's the only guy that seems to have his own brain. And not well, a drug go get your clue, then. Um, I've got enough Sarah in me that I'm going to go talk to this person. All right. As you get closer, he's definitely wearing, you know, that classic Western cowboy hat and long right. coat. And he's got black clothes underneath. And you swear as you get closer, yeah, you're definitely certain. He's got the, the preacher's collar on and everything. Oh, yeah, of course he does. He's, he's a preacher. <laughs> he's uh, sitting on a stool and eating a leg from this roasted calf. Wait, roasted cat? Calf. C-A-L-F. The calf of a cat? No. Yes. A cat yes, cat. <laughs> I just go, excuse me, sir. I'm looking for my family. I think they're in the city, but I don't know what all these people are doing heading there. And cows. Well, we're bringing cattle to the city, little one. Why? Folks are hungry there. Oh. You're going to feed the, the city with all these cows? That's right. Did the mayor do that? Oh, no. The people are just hungry. And I'm here to bring them food. Okay. 
Cool. <laughs> Good luck. And then I turn. All right. Did you get what you needed, sis? Be I safe did. now, little lady. Did you get it? You get your clue? I, or is it just a creepy guy? The, he's going to feed the people cows. That's a clue. Yeah. Yeah, probably he's been feeding the cows people, and it's probably some sick cycle. Who cares? Let's move. You spend too much time in the basement watching horror movies. You need to pipe down. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you want to follow false adventure hooks, you go right ahead, sis. You go right ahead. Why? And you're like, wow, we should have just kept going. That way we could have ignored all of that boring crap along the way that was just put there to scare us. Oh, Jesus. Let's keep going. <laughs> back to the wagon. We return back to the wagon and continue heading down the road. It doesn't take long before you pass through the real outskirts of the city where the houses start to get closer together. And you can see the buildings ahead. Um, from here, it's also obvious that not all of the city was burning, just like sections of it caught on fire. And at this point, have gone out or to the point where it's burned down to embers. And it's longer actively burning. There's also some peculiarities that, in, because you're close enough to, to Sarah, you have her memories. They aren't peculiar to her, but they're peculiar to you, like, uh, the, the flags that are hanging in front of homes and businesses are the Union Jack of uh, England. And the business names are things like the Bank of England and things named after the Queen and the King. And you don't see a single American flag anywhere. Oh. Which, again, doesn't strike Sarah as odd at all, but seems odd to you. Wait a second. Are we outside of New York or outside of New Amsterdam? Isn't that the beginning of Mr. Jones? Not sure what you're going to get there, Crash. <laughs> I thought you were quoting a song. I'm sorry. No, no. I, I Right now, I'm talking to our, our GM, who said we're outside of New York. But if we're seeing all this stuff referencing things that are before New York was actually a place, how far back in time are we in this world? Well, you believe it was 1904, according to uh, Right. So that's, okay, alternate universe. Never mind. So, okay. I guess it makes sense for where we are. Alternate history, yeah. Okay, you pass more of these houses and buildings, all then seemingly vacant. Uh, a lot of them have damage, as though the front doors were ripped off, windows were broken, fences are, are messed up here and there. And as you get further into the city, you uh, approach your first open square in uh, New York. And up ahead in the open square, dozens of men and women are beating each other to death. Uh, there's dozens more lying dead on the ground. Yay, uh, the sucky verse continues. <laughs> Unrelenting. Uh, there are like broken bottles and broken like improvised club implements, even a few firearms laying on the ground here and there. Some of these uh, individuals beating people are just beating on corpses at this point. It's obviously someone quite dead, and they just continue to hit them over and over and over again. Even they're controlling them with the we keep moving instead of watching. You can skip the rest of your flavor text there. <laughs> can I use my heightened sense to I don't stop. real or illusionary? What was that there, John? I didn't catch that. Can I use my heightened senses to see if this is real or illusionary? 
Uh, give me a notice check and see what you can figure out from about these uh, these people that you're watching. Haha, <laughs> beat it by 16. Uh, they're uh, very much alive, extremely elevated heart rate and blood pressure. Like their their hearts are just pounding. Some of them, by the, the way their uh, bodies are behaving, that uh, you detect with your heightened senses, they've been at this maximum level of exertion for some time and will probably exhaust themselves to death. So these are real people, but they're just under some kind of control. No. And it's at that point that a couple of them look up from the corpses that they've been beating to death and see your approaching wagon. Grabbing various implements from the ground, they let out furious howls and rush down the street towards you. I'd bring a building down on them. There's a <laughs> wall between them and me now. <laughs> Can I take an athletics check as you attempt to knock down an entire building? No, no, no. I'm literally going to kinetically cut the building at a perpendicular ah. angle so it just slides off. Give me a power use check in that case. Twelve. So beat it by four? I don't have my sheet in front of me. I should look. Either four or six. Does it matter if it's four or six? Because I no, look it, it up. No, it doesn't. Great. It doesn't. I was just waiting for you in case it was important to you. Uh, no. Four or six is good enough. You managed to collapse uh, a good section of a stone building. You think it might have been a bank at one point. It's hard to tell. <laughs> Inside joke. And the entirety of the top of it collapses down in the street. And it hits some of them that are rushing at the front of the pack, crushing them underneath them. And kind of blocks off where you're going and the ones ahead of you for a moment. You can hear them trying to climb up the rubble on the other side. And you can hear shouting from other distant streets as though other individuals are closing in. So I guess this is the 28 days later portion. Well, you'll say this for the harvester species. Nope. They aren't super original in their ideas for making terror. Hashtag crash buff because seriously this world is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me who named it the sucky verse. It was it was the people who watched. So if this is based on a movie you've seen, then what do we do next? No, it's just kind of a conglomeration of all of them. And really, we just got to think a little bit outside the box. Well, what are we trying to do here? We're trying to free this metaverse from whatever's, whatever's controlling it, right? We just got to find the monster, but we got to get through all of the crazy people to do it. It looks like they're all affected by different things, like all the ones at the asylum were extra insane, and all the people who are angry in the street are extra angry. Uh, it's pretty contrived. So, I imagine we just got to go closer, like, into the city, and then things will get weirder and weirder, and then, of course, the source of the evil will be there, and then we'll punch it, and then we can go the fuck home. Well, that's anticlimactic. All right. What's the quickest route? Whatever, whatever the climax is in this place isn't worth it. The payoff, not going to be worth it. Who gave us this job? That's she said. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Very well. So, Bill, well, I don't know what that means, Johnstone. I don't know why she would say that. She says a lot of things. Yeah, I've noticed. I've seen The Office. Still don't know what it means. Yeah. So, you cut down a building <laughs> on them. They're all dead. 
No, no, mostly, only some of them are dead. But only the ones we would have had to have killed with our bare hands had they come this way. Yeah, as we're moving forward, I do want to keep an eye out uh, to see if there's any other likely weapons. Because uh, I think a confrontation is pretty much inevitable. Now, at the spot you're at where the rubble is, there are still several dead bodies and a variety of like improvised weapons and... Uh, give me a notice check, and we'll see what you find handy. What is the most uh, effective thing you see handy near the wagon? Uh, beat up by 12. Beat up by 12. Uh, you happen to be next to the corpse of a police officer, and his revolver still has four shells in it, and it's next to him. Uh, anybody want the revolver? No. No, that's a dead cop's revolver. No, thank you. I don't need it. You take it. So we can shoot the next innocent people whose minds are clouded that decide to come and attack us. I have flight. Does that mean I can fly? That's exactly that does what mean that means. That you can fly. You so can should attack. I maybe fly ahead and scout? We can both do that. We can just carry the whole wagon along if we really need to. Why do we need the wagon? I'd rather be on foot. So would I, but I'm tired, I'm tired of walking and... We were going to just stay and look at all of the stupid scenery. Well, let's fly. You can carry John, and I'll carry Wyatt. Okay. Where are we flying to? I don't know, but a bird's eye view sounds a lot better than running through mobs of angry people. 1904? So what, Chrysler Building? Yeah, well, it is the tallest building that we can see. Uh, well, in this time period, it's referred to as... Uh... Times Tower, which will later be known as, uh, you know, the, the the New York Times building of Times Square. It, in fact, just was finished, completed uh, construction last year. Well, all right, then. Other than that, there are some very tall churches and cathedrals. And the rest of the buildings are probably within about six to 12 stories at the most. And even those are fairly tall among the vast majority of buildings skyscrapers real ones well let's get on the roof of one of those yeah all right you fly above and as you're flying up you can see that quite a large mob of angry individuals was converging from different streets towards where your wagon was howling and shouting and throwing rocks through the air and when they reach the wagon they just rip it apart and then set in upon each other shortly thereafter just more howling and beating. <laughs> they, they cooperate long enough just to take the wagon apart. <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't know why, but evidently... Tell me what's his wheel! Uh, it's less controlled than that. They, they rip the wagon apart, physically. With their bare human hands. Yes. So are, they, are they super strong? No, it just takes quite a few of them. So they worked together long enough to tear the wagon apart? <laughs> that first thing I said was right? Okay. Right. So we're high up in his building, is that right? On the roof of a nearby building, if you're about six floors up, well, it's still close enough to the ground where you have a, a good view of things. And high enough where you have a better view of the entirety of the city. The fires from here seem like they're uh, very patchy. Like they, they didn't take entire neighborhoods anywhere in the, in, the, in the whole city. They just took a block or so here, a building over there, two or three buildings somewhere else. And it's hard to say when they started, as uh, the damage is fairly similar, but whatever happened probably happened around the same time. 
And everyone on the top of the building, give me notice checks to see what you can see from up there. Mm, beat it by three. Beat it by three. Beat it by 11. Excellent. Beat it by eight. Also me. Eight. All four of you at about the same time uh, make out in one of the streets about four blocks down. Uh, one of those mobs is the first thing you see, but instead of running towards you or towards this direction where they were feeding each other, the, the first thing you notice is they're running a different direction. Then you can see just ahead of them, maybe 20 or 30 yards, looks like a small boy on foot, like dashing around the different corpses and running, and he reaches a building, running inside and slamming the door shut behind him. And they impact the front of that building and they start beating on the door and smashing at the glass windows trying to get inside. Uh, okay. Are we going there? We're going there, right? Yep. Might as well. Neat. Uh, before we get down to where that is, let's just clear that ground of anything that might be trying to get in. And how are you going to do that, sir? Um, Violently. A ruckus? Who's down for a ruckus? Ruckus, everybody? Something, ruckus? something with an air of finality to it. So we are going to hurt the possessed people. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to hurt all of them. Or anything that gets in our way, we're going to hurt it. Can we just build a barricade? Yeah, we can absolutely do that. All right. Yeah, we can try, try to snowplow through them. I'm going to go into the building where the kid is through the top. All right. You fly over to the building and land on the roof. You kind of have to make your own entrance as there is no roof access. Yeah, there. I will do less landing on the roof and do more landing on the ground floor of that building. Ah. Okay. You uh, make a large hole in the roof and plunge through uh, the rest of you. Uh, so I'll he, bring anybody who wants to come along. Yeah, I'm in. All right. Cool. Sure, let's go. All right. Uh, you follow Crash through his uh, makeshift entrance. Landing on the ground floor, you can hear the, the mob outside trying to smash their way in. There is uh, a, a small boy down here on the ground floor. He's pushing furniture up against the front door. Like, it's taken everything he has, but he's, like, sliding a dresser over and a table over, trying to block the front door off. Cool, that'll be fine. Uh, hey, kid. He freezes as he hears your voice and kind of turns and looks for a second, takes a step back. The first thing you can tell he's doing is looking for a place to run. Well, either Crash and I can hold the door. We just need to find out what this kid's doing here. Uh-huh. So you're, you're not crazy? You're not crazy either. That's good news. No, I got. I, I seen you down at the square. I was uh, I was headed that way because you didn't look like the other ones, and and then you flew you away to the sky, and and then they they saw me and they they started chasing me. The uh, the angry ones. You uh, you must be like Mr. Winston. Could be. Hold that thought, and I'm gonna go and uh, make all of the stuff he's put in front of the door with like a dresser and some chairs and crap, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll just. Make those immovable. Sounds fair. Uh, give me a power use roll. 
Nine. Okay, yeah, beat it by nine. Uh, everything in front of that door is not moving short of something like a locomotive hitting it. Right. So you're, you're not, none of you are this crazy, right? No, who's Mr. Winston? Oh, Mr. Winston, he, he was uh, he, he saved me and, and some of the other orphans and uh, well he was he was looking for other orphans in the city and then well somebody shot him and, and now he's hurt and 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 uh, I I went out to find him medicine. Do you guys have any medicine? Yeah. We have ways to heal people, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, they did. Uh. They, they hurt him. He's hurt bad. Uh, it's okay. I'm a doctor. Holy shit, I'm a doctor. Yeah, I was... Oh, Mr. Winston saved me. Yeah, I, I, I was running from one of these mobs, and I got cornered, and then Mr. Winston showed up, and he, he pointed his hands, and then there was bright flashing lights, and then the mob, they, they all were running away. Huh. All right, you're going to have to take us to Mr. Winston. All right, but uh, we got the door blocked, so we're going to have to go. Well, you can fly, I guess, but... The... We're going to go up. Okay, okay. It's it's not real far, but we got to be careful if we go up in the air because that's where the gargoyles are. Yeah, we're not going to stay up there long. I'm just going to go out that hole. you got to tell me what streets I'm going to, though. Okay, we just be careful. The, the gargoyles will get you if you stay on the roof. That's why I want you to tell me now. Okay, it's like it's 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 six blocks that way is, is the orphanage. The points off to his left. Thank you. It's not really far. It just the, the gargoyles are up there, and if you, if you if you get on the roof, the gargoyles will get you. Mr. Winston told us we're not supposed to go up on the roof because the gargoyles yeah. get us. Yeah, the gargoyles sound very dangerous, and I don't want to mess with them too much. But they can't get me, so I'm not going to worry. Does Sarah know who Mr. Winston is? The name does not sound familiar. She oh. doesn't know a Winston. And she makes pianos for all the elite? Yes. That's odd. All right. Yep, she makes pianos for all kinds of elite individuals. These guys are not a piano player, not elite, or both. Well, he had these powers, he, I guess. He's not... He must be one of us, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But we're going to go find him, so... Let's right, so how come you guys aren't crazy? Uh, I think it's because we just got here. You just got here? We were just visiting. Man, it's been bad. The, the, the whole city just stopped, and then everybody started rioting, and then people were killing each other, and then I ran, and I tried to hide. And how, come you're not, how come you're not crazy, kid? I haven't met any kid who's crazy. Mr. Winston's been saving all the kids. He's got oh. a bunch of them in the orphanage. Figured it out. We're not crazy because we're crazy. Shh. No, 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 no. You, you get me, though, right? That does make a weird amount of sense. But Sarah isn't crazy. She was only uh, accused of it. I get what you're saying, Crash. I mean, I, I, I assume you mean that our um, mm -hmm. mental situations make us immune to whatever is messing with these other people, right? Something like that? Right. Well, that and the pilot-avatar relationship, I imagine, has a bit to right. do with Well. Mm -hmm. Well, let's go find your Mr. Winston, kiddo. What's your name? Uh, well, my, my birth name is William, but all my friends call me Billy. Okay, Billy. Well, I'm Crash, and this is John, and this is Tessa, and this is Wyatt, and we are your friends. Wow, Crash, that's a really cool name. Thank you. Let's get going, okay? 
Okay, okay. But we've got to watch out for the for the gargoyles. Gargoyles, right. Yeah, yeah, I heard you the third time. Yeah, Mr. Winston says you can't go on the roof because the gargoyles will get you. Hmm. Have you seen a gargoyle? No. Okay. Hmm. The real gargoyles. Now I have to go see. I don't know. It sounds like something to scare a kid from getting in your business. Maybe. I, around here, I would doubt it. Well, let we can go find out. So we're going in the building, right? The the Times okay. Tower. Yep. Uh, the the orphanage she pointed out is about six blocks away. It probably is not Times Tower. Oh. Times Tower is uh, over towards Manhattan. Well, either way, let's hop out and go. No waiting. No waiting. All right, you grab hold. Uh, so who's carrying two passengers since? You I know, guess obviously. me, since okay. I can. All right. So the two of you fly up through the roof, and he clearly was not exaggerating. As you're getting close to the roof, the hole that you created, you can see what must be gargoyles circling. Like, like the actual stone carvings from buildings and cathedrals come to life and circling over the top of the building. Like see, they're waiting for you. That's just stupid. Huh. All right. How many of them are there? Uh, it's hard to be certain, but at least four, probably six. Yowza. Just circling over the top of the building. Are they flying? Yes. Absolutely. They're flying with their great flying. stone wings? Pure stone and flying. See, it's this kind of bullshit, Tessa, that I'm talking about. They expect us to take this seriously. Those are flying statues. Those wings are not going to hold anything aloft. I mean, we ran into a lot of improbable stuff in our time. I'm sorry, but this is where I draw the line. Are we? Are we kind of improbable ourselves? It's I mean, I got, I got, I got our brother in my head, you know. Right, right. Strangely enough, that you mentioned it, John, you have not heard a peep from Eli since you got into this metaverse. Yeah, I, I just realized that. Ah. But I also have, you know, five other people, so it's kind of crowded. It is. All right. Well, we need to get to Winston. So how do we bypass gargoyles, flying gargoyles? We let them chase us for a second. Maybe if they crash into each other, they'll explode into rubble. Oh, almost certainly. That seems like the kind of bullshit that they would try and pull. Yeah, maybe we can each divert some and then run back in and... Well, I'm gonna get. I'm I'm out that hole, and I, I'm flying towards that six blocks, and I'm gonna let them chase me. All right. As, as soon as you clear the hole, they are chasing towards you, making swooping, screaming attacks towards you with their silent, open mouths. They're gonna say, "You don't have vocal cords." No, they just have this permanent open mouth. It's kind of disturbing to see, and. The, the stone crunches and crumbles as the wings flap and, like, powdery bits of stone fall off of it. It's really strange to see. That's uh, shoddy masonry. I will take initiative rolls from anyone flying out of the building. Well, I mean, we're all flying, we're, right? Well, I, I don't want to speak for you. I know Crash said that he was flying out, so... Well, yeah. I'm... But I'm taking John and the kid with me, so... Correct. I got... 
Wyatt. Okay. Yeah, and I'm I'm coming along. Do we want high for this or low? Yes, ma'am. Twenty-seven. And you're on twelves for initiative, no matter where you are on the slider. Oh. Oh shit! I should have stayed with my other roll. That's a eight. All right. Uh, I got a 16. John is 16. And Wyatt, what are you at? 18. An 18. All right. Crash, like a bolt of lightning, you fly up out of the hole way too fast for these things to get at you initially, carrying even two people. Uh, are you just going to head straight towards the building? No, I'm going to head about three blocks towards the building and then let them chase me, and then I'm going to... See what, see if they do. Oh yes, they are one hundred percent seem to be chasing you, but there's gonna be people that get to act before they get to do anything. Great. So I will hold my actual action then until okay. they act. In point of fact, if it does not spout water away from the roof, it isn't a gargoyle. It's a grotesque. Both were meant to protect the buildings they were attached to from evil spirits. Hashtag the more you know, hashtag Wyatt Buff. <laughs> Thanks, Chad. Uh, adorable. Uh, Wyatt, who uh, would be next? You I, are I love, being suspended. I think my favorite thing is chat splaining. <laughs> chat splaining. I, I like that. Uh, I would like to uh, roll a knowledge check um, just to see what additional information I can figure out uh, about the gargoyles themselves. Like Absolutely. Uh, beat it by five. By five. Uh, you are certain that some supernatural force has animated these stone constructions and you are also fairly certain that it is, they are paying no heed to Crash or yourself or John. They are solely interested in Little Billy. Okay, and I will relate that to everyone. It looks like these things are specifically coming after the kid. Yeah. Yeah, of course they're... Huh. Of course they are. Is he special somehow? No, but he is screaming absolutely terrified. That's exactly what they want. Yep. They're they're feeding they're like little feeding tentacles. Sucking all the fear off the kid. So like Doctor Sleep. Yeah, a little bit. Huh. John, you are up next, sir, and being pulled aloft by Tessa, I believe. Oh no, Tessa's playing Wyatt. Sorry. I got you. Crash has John. So they are in pursuit of you and Crash and Billy, it would seem. Um, am I? Okay, wait a second. So I, I am with Billy and Crash. Yes, right. he's kind of just holding you with one hand by like the back of your shirt or something, I would guess. Basically, you feel my hand on the back of your back, flat-handed. I, I, I want to uh, use a very, very low-powered static charge. Okay. 
just enough to uh, sedate Billy. All right. <laughs> Shocking Billy into unconsciousness. Okay. Go ahead and uh, you can use either fighting or shooting because it's uh, whether you want to shoot him with it or touch him with it. But uh, one of those is going to need to be done. He is within physical reach, so it's your choice which method you want to use to deliver the shock. You guys know how electricity works, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's going to travel through the body to you, sir. But to him, too. Yes. You are going to create a nice closed loop of electricity. Why does John Stone not know how electricity works? It's a it's small like amount of electricity, just enough. It's not going to bother me at all. Yeah, maybe he doesn't uh, care. Me either. You're, you're crash. How's it going to bother you? Yeah. Oh, no, I'll be fine. It's just when somebody's holding you six stories over an open street in the middle of Manhattan, uh, do you really want to shock them? He just saw you take all that electricity in the insane asylum. You got Zeus on your side. You coo. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's just enough to knock him unconscious. Not, not, it's not going to affect you at all. Oh, no, I'll be fine. I mean, you could yeah. try talking to him, but... <laughs> He's freaking out. He needs to be... If, if they're feeding off this fear, I just want him to not be afraid. Yeah. So... Gonna, he's going to sleep for a little bit. All right. So what we'll, we'll, we'll are we going against, uh, Mr. James? Either fighting or shooting. Your choice, which method you want to use for delivering. He doesn't have a dodge bonus. Yeah. Not a problem here. Boom, boom. Do this. Easy. Beat it by six. Beat it by six. You deliver the uh, low-grade shock. Uh, for yourself, for keeping track for later crash, that's the equivalent of 10 points to use as you see fit at a future date. Uh, the 10 points delivered to yourself, John, you completely ignore. And the 10 points delivered to Billy puts him out like a light. Eyes rolled up into his head. You basically just tasered him. Oh. Now, they don't have any, now they can't feel off of his fear. So what are they doing now? Well, it would now go to them, except, you know, I know that Crash is holding his action is going to I'm, interrupt I'm, I'm what they're for, doing. I'll wait for them. It's fine. And they are uh, going to make dive bomb attempts to try and pull Billy free from Crash's hands and take off with him. Oh, that's it, awesome. Okay, well, I... Probably because he's a kid. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and do... As soon as they start diving towards me after he, he's even unconscious, I will... Uh, I will stop one of them. Excellent. Give me a power use. That's six, so I beat it by ten. Haxor. Oh, Haxor is using the buff in the store. Make sure Haxor gets used, and all six of these gargoyles get stopped dead in their tracks. The, as they stop immediately moving, they all just crumble to dust and fall towards the ground in a big cloud of, of rock. Just ground up powdered rock slowly descending. Nice. Flying around like rocks. Ridiculous. <laughs> hey, physics don't work the same in their world. <laughs> I've never Clearly. been a fan. I kind of just scattered among the uh, the rampaging crowd of angry people below. 
I had to learn a lot about physics since I almost caused a nuclear holocaust with a pebble once. True story. Thought I was going to destroy most of, what was it, Nevada? Yeah. This is bad news. Severely underestimated the abilities of, uh, of, of kinetic manipulation. Okay, what's happening? We are flying six blocks to five right. to Winston. It is uh, very quick to fly to this building that he pointed out before he went out like a light, much like uh, the other building. There isn't a rooftop access, but there are some uh, like balcony-type things on the upper floors with doors attached to them. So you don't yeah. have to make a hole in the roof if you don't want to. I'm going to not do it this time. Okay. Because I'm holding a kid. Are and you land on a wrecking ball. Yes, you land on one of these balconies. Uh, the doorway there uh, seems to be not locked, but as though someone has put up furniture up against it. Um, you, you believe with your incredible strength, it wouldn't be too much of a feat to force the door open, however. Yeah, uh, I'm going to knock first. Everyone give me notice checks. Did you just tell me how many people are moving inside? Beat it by six, sir. Beat it by six. Uh, beat it by four. Four. Beat it by twelve. Twelve. Wow. Beat it by three. Three. All right. All of you uh, hear like the the squeaky voices of children, like letting out frightened little uh, screams for just a second, and then like hear them like pattering across different floors and sliding things and climbing over or under things, and then the uh, the attempt to be very quiet. Uh, Crash your kinetic energy, you pick up the movement of 23 small forms. All right. Jesus. Can I use persuasion to talk them? There's a there's down? a couple dozen kids in there. Yeah, they're what all do you want, How do you want to pull that off? How do you want to pull that off, Tessa? Talk me through it. Um, is there a window? Is it just is it just the doors? Uh, there's doors, there's a couple of windows, but like the doors, it looks like furniture has been pushed up against them. Am I able to crack a window so that I can talk to these kids through the window? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Let's hear it. Oh, I'll just say, uh, hold on, let me go into, let me go into a Sarah, Sarah a little bit. Um, I'll just say. Hey kids, it's me, it's Sarah. I live here. I'm not crazy. What's happening in there? You hear a couple of gasps and like someone's about to talk and then someone else nudged them, goes, shh, be quiet. Maybe they'll go away. We've got Billy with us. We're here to see Mr. Winston. We brought a doctor. There's a couple more whispers. And then you feel or hear some pattering across the floor and hear some furniture getting dragged away from the door. And it takes a few minutes, but a couple of pieces of furniture get dragged away, and then the door just cracks just a little bit, and you can see like part of a tiny face looking with one eye through the door. Hello. What's wrong with Billy? He's asleep. You're not crazy? Nope. They're not crazy. Uh, are all of you not crazy? All of us are not crazy. All of them aren't crazy. Do I let him in? 
and there seems to be some debate for a minute, and then slowly the door opens, and the other little boy steps away. And you can see there are 23 children in uh, not the best state scattered about this room. Their clothes are dirty. Some of them have some uh, obvious superficial injuries that have been tended to by someone. Uh, I ask where Winston is. It's over here. They take you to the only full-size bed, and there is a, a man in his uh, late 30s, and he looks like he has a bad, half-heartedly patched-up, bandaged bullet wound in his left shoulder. Yikes. Okay. He's pale, and he's sweating a lot. Looks like infection is set in. He's not doing particularly well. Great. What do we have in the store? You have two meta points, one badass, one prison rules, and a meta meltdown. All right, let's uh, use a meta point. All right, using a meta point. Going one towards Avatar? That's the only way I can go right now. Just double checking. Letting a little bit of Michael out. Uh, making a medicine check. All right, give me that medicine check. Can't promise this is going to go great. These are 12s, but still beat my medicine score by four. All right. All right, he does have an infected gunshot wound, and you are able to do some cursory work for it. It looks like there's some really basic first aid stuff on hand, but the uh, first aid kit looks like the majority of it was used to tend to the injuries of these kids. Can I craft for him? Because I've got, uh, I can make tools and weapons and manufactured items. Yeah, I can definitely use some 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 good medical equipment or. Yeah, I'll craft for him as Sarah. Excellent. And so while they're working, I. Um... <laughs> Kind of entertain the kids with uh, cyborg stuff because they've never seen a cyborg before. So they're like, hey, I, I want to hear this. Hashtag clarity. My sincerest apologies about chat's planing. My sister loves to lecture about historical architecture. And there is nothing to apologize for. No. Thank uh, you. So I wasn't trying to pick on you, Merc. I just thought it was a funny phenomenon that we, uh, we get to experience here on Metaverse, and I'm a fan of it. Jets Thank you so much. We now have three moments of clarity in the store. For those of you not familiar, moments of clarity allows you to, no matter what part of the slider you're on, no matter which size you side, use any skill from any of your character sheets at the lowest dice of 2d8. But That's it only works for one skill check, and then it is used. Thank you, Mark. There are three of those in the store, though. Those are valuable. Don't hesitate you're, to use them, though. You don't understand. They are so valuable. Like, when you're all the way one thing or the other and you really need that other thing, man, that is a great way to go. Plus, yeah. you don't have to spend the sacrifice of moving yourself away from where you want to be on the spectrum. It's yeah. it's maybe my favorite thing in the store. Much appreciated. Thank you very much, chat. So, yeah, you're able to, with the assistance of Tessa manufacturing some simple medical stuff, uh, she like makes a set of forceps and the like to use, and you're able to get this bullet out and patch it up a lot better. Judging by the uh, work, he tried to do some basic first aid on himself and then passed out. Yeah. 
and, and hasn't been up since. So, hey, Billy. Billy is totally out like a light still. Oh, he's still out? Oh. Yeah. I, uh, while, you're, uh, while you guys are crafting medical stuff, can you get a little smelling salts for Billy here? Sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah, Merc. Merc. I'm. I'm just uh, going. And they're like, ooh. <laughs> nice. Doing some dancing lights with the electricity between your fingers. You very much have the uh, crowd of small children entertained. Several of them. You hear some say things along the lines like, "He's like Mr. Winston." Ah. So clearly, Mr. Winston isn't. Speaking of Mr. Winston. Yes. Speaking of. You've dug the wound, our uh, bullet out. The wound looks a lot better. You just need sleep now, I assume. There's Either that, or you know, you could potentially wake him up. But he, uh, judging by how bad he was off before and the medical roll you made, he probably wasn't going to wake up. All right. Well, then I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to wake him up. It takes a little bit, but you finally rouse him up. But what, what the devil? Get, but <laughs> he said, "What the devil." <laughs> 1904 sucks. Travelers. <laughs> Travelers here. How did you... What are you... Oh, bloody hell. Never mind all that. Ah, that stinks. Ah. Yeah, well, it should have ah. killed you because you are a terrible doctor. Ah, yes, yes. I got it. I, I didn't... uh never spent much time studying medicine or anatomy. But, uh, uh, I, so, you're here to help then. And I'm, I'm glad you're here, but wait... Uh, did you do this? Are you responsible for all this? Wait, no, you couldn't have been. How could you know that? Okay, if oh, you're just going to oh. ask questions and then answer them yourselves, you can do that with your mouth closed, Winston. I am... I'm sorry, it's just... I've never... I've never seen travelers here in, in my... in my world before. Aha, uh -huh. so where are you... where is... where are you where normally you? from, Mr. Winston? That This is where, where I'm normally from. This, this is my home. Are you a pilot? Uh, uh, pilot? Never mind. I've lived here my whole life and I don't remember you. It's New York City. Yeah, but I get around. Get around. We'll leave it at that. Uh, my, oh, myself gee. and my, my friends have, uh, made, have taken uh, great pains to not be noticed. Are you a magician? It's much easier to be a, a traveler when you're not noticed. How did you come to have all these kids here with you? I set out to, to save them when the, when the city went to, to hell and the riots started. The, the children were, they, they, they didn't seem to be affected. So I, I tried to save them from the mobs. And why aren't you affected? I, I can't be certain. It, it all started three days ago. Diane Fordsworth and I had just gotten back from traveling. Good we old had, uh, Diane. She's still in the Navy? I'm sorry? No, sorry. It's just you, that's something we say when you mention somebody none of us have ever freaking heard of before. In a conversational way. All right. Well, Diane Fordsworth and I had just gotten back from traveling. We had been visiting uh, the world of the flying people, but something went wrong. Some, some kind of madness had taken hold of the royal court there. We tried to reason with them, tried to stop them, but they wouldn't listen, and so it, it came to blows. 
During the fight, Fordsworth was badly injured, and Diane was nearly killed by grappling with the maddened Feathered King. While they fought, something strange was happening. I, I saw something like us, but not like us. It was, it was inside the Feathered King, like how we travel, but not the same. It, it tried to pull Diane out. I tried to remove her from her avatar. Tried to pull her free, and and I had to save her. So I I withdrew from uh, from our, our, our traveling stone, and then I, I physically pulled Diane's body free. But but something happened. She she opened her eyes, and there was something terribly wrong. All I could feel was was overwhelming fear, and 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 I I, I ran. I, I ran. I didn't look back. But you God, did this. This is I, this is you did this. I abandoned her. Fordsworth too. I just left them there. Oh. And then you came back and everything was wrong in your world? Everything was just changed here. There was burning and fighting and killing. All the children seemed to be untouched by it. Yeah, you brought back a virus. Winston. Earlier, we encountered some kind of powerful, impish creature who seemed to have been causing this. Do you know what that was? I'm sorry, I, I do not. I've seen all kinds of horrors in the past two days, but nothing like that. The, the gargoyles have been the worst. Oh, man, we just dusted like six of those guys. Bad news. So, Crash, what were you briefed on before we came here? I mean, does this make sense at all? No, of course it doesn't. Why would this make sense? Huh. Tess? No, I'm... Here's what it looks like to me. Cursory glance. Uh, these two went somewhere that they'd been before, some metaverse the Feathered King. We don't know what that is. He had something in his head, right? They brought it back with them. It's kind of like what happened to Zenda and uh, the blacksmith. Hmm. So he brought back an infection with him. Yeah. It doesn't infect children. No. The, if this thing is anything like the thing that Wyatt and his gang dealt with back in the day, then it children are its best source of food. Yeah, that was absolutely the case in our experience. There were no there were no grown ups there at all, right? Not a one. Yeah, that place had had it had time to kind of sink its claws in there. I mean, I imagine kids are kind of immune to it. Um, and, and us, for some reason. All right, Winston, what can you do? I bend light. You what? Bend light? Yes. I bend and manipulate light. So illusions making things invisible, possible offensive capabilities. It, it takes a lot out. Huh. Huh. So anywhere from floodlight to laser. Uh, I don't understand what you mean, laser. Well, I mean, can you really, really focus your... 
and concentrate it really to like a really powerful focused point? Uh, if I have enough light to work with, yes. Or a magnifying glass. Yes, in fact, a magnifying glass is very useful to me. I usually carry one. It was uh, broken in my last altercation. Is there a point, a source of energy, the, the source where all of it's coming from? Have you seen that? I I can't say for sure other than when it all started, when when I, I pulled Diane out, I, I pulled her out, out of our traveling still. And where is she now? I, I Mostly still there, wherever you were, I'm guessing. Where the traveling stone is. In Times Tower. Times Tower. Seems like we might have to go to the tower. Yeah. Where the traveling stone is? Do you, is it still open? Is it still working? I, I don't know. I, I Getting to that side of town is difficult. There are worse things than, than gargoyles that way. I, I, I tried to go a few blocks away to, to look for, for children there, and I, I just found myself back here. All right, we need to get to that stone. There's something that twists the way your mind sees things when you're headed there, and, and you end up back where you started. Oh, so it is affecting you. Yes, the, the, the closer you get there, the, the more difficult it is to maintain your concentration, to, to even think. Mm. Okay. Keep that in mind, I guess. Yeah. Um, someone's got to stay with the kids, yeah? Winston. Winston, you want to stay with the kids and protect the kids? Of course I will protect these children. Okay. Do you have anything more than light tricks? You need a gun or something? I don't use guns. That's hindering. Okay. Do we have any, uh, like a radio, any way to communicate with you while we're uh, away? I, I, I tried to listen into the radio, but um, the, the stations are just static now. So, oh, so basically the... We don't have enough electronics to build them anything either. Otherwise, the... I can throw something together for them. But the frequencies are clear. Oh, yeah. If I can just talk on a frequency, that might be enough. You can you can control can, radio frequencies? I can do some interesting things. All of us can. He's fancy. Wow. That's amazing. So I tell you what, let me just see what this, this radio here can pick up. And I can find a proper frequency that uh, has enough range from how far away is the tower? Uh, Manhattan area, so not very far, only a couple miles. Can you see no. it from here, from the balcony no. here? No. no, you cannot. Not with all the smoke in the air. All right. So I just okay. adjust, uh, adjust radio to a frequency that I can communicate on. And uh, cool. Here you go. All right. Give me a computer's role to adjust your internal frequencies to match that of the local radio. Do we, are we familiar with travel stones, or is this like a new thing for us? Uh, this is totally a thing we've done before. Okay, so we don't need him for help with the stone. The vocabulary is only found in places of uh, of extreme uh, power, like a, a, you know, importance to the civilization. Uh, it's weird for them to for there to be one in Times Tower. It's okay. So like Stonehenge, it's below, basically. It's below the basement. 
Oh, yeah, I imagine it would have to be. I didn't think they built it in the lobby, Winston. I, I beat it by 11. Beat it by 11. It doesn't take you long. There's the, the radio tech is not particularly fancy, and it's really easy to hop onto the airwaves, but you are now essentially able to broadcast in AM. Very good. If this stone takes me to 1700 oh. Scotland, I will not be sad. I, uh... But I'm also got not got to modify it so it'll go both ways. Yay, patriarchy! Uh, yes, you will need to modify his AM radio if you want him to be able to broadcast to you from it. Good. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, I'll do that then. I want to. I want to travel back to Scotland so I can get treated like crap by some guy. It's a great love story, bro. <laughs> it sure was at the beginning. <laughs> Oh, you guys are fantastic. <laughs> and there are four of us. Can I uh, get you to roll some kind of an engineering or what tech signal to uh, modify his uh, radio so that he can send signals to you as well? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, done. Beat it by three. All right. It takes you just a little bit of tinkering. And you're able to convert it so that he can send signals back to you. All right, cool. Let's get out of here, unless you guys got something else you want to do while we're nope. here. <laughs> He's got places to be, That's things right. to do. <laughs> I am done with this crappy world. I uh, I would suggest just perhaps uh, a, a more subtle approach. Oh, what did you have in mind, Winston? Dress up as well, kids? Probably not what you did, because that didn't work at all. No, I, I tried to fight my way through once, and I tried to uh, go from the rooftops the second time, and then the third time I, I tried to to just walk through the streets and take the back ways and back alleys, and all three of these methods just brought me back here. Huh. Okay, so something is messing with either your inner ear or your brain, right? I think so. Okay. Then there are workarounds. Yeah. Yes. I believe there are. Uh, the, the, the past of the old city might be worth trying. Is that underground, can, I assume? Yes. If you can find a way in, they may have you can ignore or not be seen by whatever this thing is. Oh, I wanted to know I'm coming. Underground, underground, like. Yes, much of the city here is, is built on the old city. It is beneath us, on, under the streets and under the buildings. Oh, kind of like the Seattle underground. Um. Yes, there was a great fire here when the, uh, when the rebellion happened and King George's forces put down the rebellion. This is what Kept another pilot looks like. One who doesn't know Dude, what any of this history, is, I love it. and Crash is so hard, so angry, so intolerant, it's rough to see. <laughs> Hashtag hack attack. Oh, they are building more towards that hack attack that is in the store. Building more towards the hack attack. By the way, for those who may not know, what does a hack attack do? Oh, just about anything they want to add. Uh, examples include floods, 
um, transforming stage coaches with drinking problems. Um, let's Giant see. Uh, uh, there was uh, a slushy machine that was uh, semi-intelligent and, and followed them around. I, that there are all kinds of strange things that our architect, uh, Slurpee machine, sorry, it was a Slurpee machine. Um, th there have been a variety of things that were uh, hacked over time. Uh, Reese is still around, uh, a, a bunny. I mean, yeah, there's there's just been, you name it. Uh, transforming Winnebago, though there has been a kick towards transforming vehicles at certain points. And yeah, a lot of floods. Floods were pretty common for hack attacks for a while. All right, let us go. All right, you head down, I'm guessing, then? I'm going to take his advice or no? I'm, I'm not really sure with the... Uh, the attitude Crash was throwing out, he might have a different option that he wants to take. Yeah, I'm going down. <laughs> down is fine. Go ahead, throw us into your dungeon adventure hook. I'm here. Going down. I'm the end. Ah, you better move. No, it doesn't take you too long to find an access in the lower floor of this building into the old underground. And while it's slightly cramped in some areas, it is remarkably uh, smoke-free, and there are no angry mobs of people. <clears throat> it is, in What's fact, it? quite still. Better. Is it quiet? Too yeah. quiet? Uh, no, you can still hear what's going on above, so it's not dead quiet. Mm. Like the, uh, the angry mobs are definitely still up above doing angry mob things. I'm down here. But, yeah, they're and above. I'm angry. Yeah. Crash is angry, but he's, he's an angry individual, not an angry mob. This is uh, an important fact. Have you eaten recently? No! no Your blood I sugar not... might be dropping. I don't know if this guy has a blood sugar problem. I think he's probably fine. Except for the fact that he thinks he's the Archangel Michael, which is a bit of a problem. <laughs> so what can we see down here? Uh, it's like I said, it is uh, what it looks like is it used to be uh, older, smaller, more dirt like roads. And then the foundations of these buildings were put up on top of the remains of other buildings. There's some still old damage down here. Like a lot of these buildings that used to be standing were destroyed in fires or in some kind of battle. And as you're making your way through these different passages, many of them ending in dead ends and having to double back, there's even some old sign like, musket balls embedded in the wall and things. There was a definitely a, a fight here a couple of uh, about a century and a half ago. Huh. Alright. And like I said, you have to double back quite a few times, but you eventually start making progress towards the Manhattan area of New York. At one point, you do pass a, uh, a building that, that had a, a very... Well, you're the history uh, buffs among you recognize it as one of the first forms of American flags used during the Revolutionary War. But it's all torn up and dirty and crushed into the ground and partially burnt. Jeez. Uh... What a dump. Yeah, down here is not the best, but uh, it is at least moderately safe compared to what's above. It's more than an hour of traveling through these different side paths and working your way over and under things, you don't encounter any kind of trouble or resistance 
And if something is turning you around, it at least is making it look like it's a brand new territory that you're covering because you don't seem to be ever back on the same pathway that you were on before. Hey, Wyatt. So, yeah. well, with the revisionist history and all the scary uh, monsters that are coming from a very cerebral, darkest nightmares kind of place, it's like King meets Abercrombie, right? <laughs> that is an apt description, yes. Yeah, mashup metaverses are the worst. So can I uh, use my heightened senses to see if there's anything around here that is uh, interesting or amiss or Absolutely. deceptive? Give me some notice checks. Notice check. Hey, notice check to see what your heightened senses pick up. And now people get confused and, and turned around, right? He, he said that. Yep, he said that definitely has happened. Every time he has tried to approach the Manhattan area, he has ended up right back where he started from. Was he implying it doesn't happen down here, or he just thought that maybe it'd be better down he here? He thought maybe it wouldn't happen. It was not a proven theory yet. Okay, so I also want to point out that I have a skill called Mind Shield. So yes, I know you do. If there is something that's kind of messing with people's minds and making us get turned around, I want to be able to, you know, use that I to ward off any confusions. I am fully aware that both you and Crash Jackson both have Mind Shield. All righty then. So let me roll some stuff. Bam. Yep, give me a notice check for your enhanced senses, and let's see what you find out here. Beat it by nine, sir. Beat it by nine. There are a, a lot of rats and, like, small other animals and, and the like down here, a lot of bugs. You can't uh, locate any uh, human type or, or larger life forms, and it doesn't seem like the amount of rats down here is, like, a disproportionate number. But they're definitely around, and they are, they, you know, they flee whenever four bodies get close to them. They're not uh, they're not willing to confront four people. They're definitely behaving in a natural fashion. But something you're able to pick up from them is as you're moving forward, there comes a point where they they stop as though they aren't going any further. But you continue to go further from that point and leave these rats and bugs and the like behind you. And am, am I aware of anything that might be able to warp our perception of where we are? Am I, am I aware there's a force that's confusing people? Nothing seems to be registering. You can't feel anything and you don't detect anything of any sort that's doing anything like that. All right. But it is entirely possible and it's just something you can't pick up. But if it is, it's not affecting you. Okay. At least you're pretty certain it's not. All right. So you travel, travel more through these underground areas and you get well past the plant where there's no longer any bugs or rats or the like. There's a lot of old cobwebs and dirt. And you also start to notice at this point that the, the angry mob sounds from above are just gone. There's, there's nothing. It's very, very quiet up above you. They get quiet up there. The, the sound of all the feed is gone. Just silence the silence of being trapped below ground and silence above you do we know where to come up uh you're not 100 percent certain but somebody who's like really aware of their surroundings might be able to figure that out and there's, I'll a, take few, a, look. there's a few people in this group who could definitely qualify towards attempting to figure that out yeah let's fact, just let's... all of you 
let's just map the place real quick, okay? Alright, what are we rolling for? A notice will be a good check. Investigation might work for you. I'm gonna do power usage. In your case, power usage would definitely be possible. Wyatt could make a knowledge check. There's a variety of ways they could go about this. Beat it by 13. Wow. Nine. Nine. Uh, beat it by 13 as well. Wow, a couple of critical successes. You are able to uh, not only map this out perfectly, but uh, you know precisely where you are. Uh, you know you are within two blocks of the Times Tower at this point, and you also know that most of the underground ends about 50 yards in front of you, and you're going to need to head up to the surface. Right, but there's not... that like. The things that were moving around above us are not moving around above us up here, right? No, uh, you do pick up some really slight motion from like coming out of the building in like a single roadway. Right, but, it's but really slight. But it's not multitudes and multitudes of people just running and. No, not there. at all. Not at all. It's, it almost has a really even tempo to it. Like Almost as once we crossed that line where people were getting confused, now we're in kind of a quiet area, an eye of the storm type area, psychically. Yeah, perhaps so. And with that, we're going to take a quick five-minute break, guys. We will be right back with more Masters in the Metaverse here on the Zombie Orpheus Entertainment channel here on Twitch. We'll see you in five minutes or so, guys. See you in five.
Welcome back, everybody. Here we are back on Masters of the Metaverse on the Zombie Orpheus Entertainment channel here on Twitch. Joined by Lisa, Christian, Sean, and Luke. My wonderful cast for today. They have been making their way through a slightly alternate history version of New York affected by some sort of terrible, terrible malady. They use the uh, underground of old New York to make their way deeper into the city towards Manhattan and have now found that they must reach the surface in this strange eye of the storm of some twisted evil nightmare. All right, guys, you are back. You've uh, managed to make your way pretty far underground. Uh, judging by the brief stories you got from the Mr. Winston character, you have made it far further than any of his attempts to go towards the center of the city. When we go up, we know we're only about 50 yards from the building, yeah, which is great. Yeah, you're pretty sure you're... Basically, you feel like you're going to pop up in the middle of Times Square. Well... Whatever it looks like in this version, in 1904, at least. I mean, I always there, wanted to visit it, so... Is there a naked cowboy? <laughs> only one way to find out. Only if I put on a hat and take off my pants. Uh, crashing his nakedness in menopause. It sounded like you said in menopause. I was like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, he did, actually. Yeah. Finally, we know what's wrong with Crash. It's menopause. It's menopause. <sighs> yeah. And yes... Uh, He's been designing custom menopause. It is entirely possible all of us could not be wearing pants because we did all <laughs> Skype in. We could yeah. all not be wearing pants right now, and you would never know. I'm, I'm in a dress, so it's cool. Aha, so she's not wearing pants. Aha! Point of fact, not wearing pants. Still in the stupid gown from the hospital. You're in a hospital gown? We're all in hospital gowns. Yeah, all four of you, uh, your avatars are still in your outfits oh. from the insane asylum, but you're right, yes. hospital-like gowns. Yes, indeed, yes. And my butt's but, cold. But at this point, they are very, very dirty from making your way through the underground. Yeah. All right. It takes a little bit of labor, but you're able to work your way up to the street. They, have, uh, they don't really have that much of a sewer system in place yet, so that you have that going for you. You don't have to crawl through any of that. They're still mostly at the stage of just, you know, dumping it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't swim in the river around here. Uh -huh. No, no. Yeah. Well, climbing to the surface, you are greeted by uh, the horrible horrible sight. Not only is it significantly darker here, even though you have the same eclipsed sun above you, but it's that horrible quiet with it. The only sound is the occasional shuffling of feet as you see a huge line of people stretched as far as you can see and out of your sight, all going up to the front of that Times Tower building and into the front door of it. And like every minute or so, they shuffle forward like a line moving forward one person. Are they feeding it? They're, yeah, of course the building is eating them. Of course it is. That's this place, man. This is gonna place is going to take over our brains. If you start feeling yourself getting into a, uh, a New York state of mind, let me know and we will run. What's our safe word? Uh, Soylent green. Oh, that's good. Okay. 
Okay, so like anything Heston related would be fine. If you also, if you call me a damn dirty ape, I accept that. <laughs> Interesting. So, uh, shall so we? We don't want to go in the front, obviously. All right, as you make your way towards the building, the, the people are just standing, staring. Their their eyes aren't bloodshot and drool isn't coming down their face or anything like that, but they just are staring vacantly forward, and every so often just. Shuffle another person forward. It's a freaking shuffle yeah. another person forward. Uh, let you want to try and you want to try and do some cutsies, stealth into line towards the front. I mean, should we scan the building and see if there's an alternate entrance? Yeah, I'm in that. for that. Okay. <laughs> Single scout. Turns. <clears throat> That's up to you guys. Well, Tessa, that's probably you, then. You're the flyer. <clears throat> All right. I scout the building to see if there's another entrance. All right. You take a quick lift off the ground and begin flying around to the backside of the building. Will you give me a notice check? Oh, Jesus. I'm going to spend a meta point to go full pilot. Spending a meta point to go full pilot. No, no more tens for me. Uh, I rolled a four. Just the eights are so good. Four, and I needed a 14. That's a critical. Wow, that is a critical success. Uh, you can tell that there's like some, you could go in through some windows maybe on some other floors. There seems to be a, a back like utility type entrance. And you also, by getting a critical success, here and detect the swooping gargoyles before they get to you. <laughs> Great. Some more gargoyles. And you said there's a couple windows? There's lots of windows going up to other floors. If you didn't want to go in the bottom floor, you could probably smash a window and go in that way. But we have to start higher just to go back down? You would if you smashed in through an upper floor like that, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I come back and report gargoyles. All right. Uh, in fact, you, all of you can see them at this point. There is a, a pack of a dozen gargoyles flying in pursuit of Tessa as she rounds the building, heading back in your direction. Dang it, Tessa. Hurry, I thought we got them all. What happened to the stealth? I am stealthy. Shit, I didn't roll stealth. I got stealth. But I don't Should've know. Used it. And I will take initiative rolls from everyone. All right, fine. Let's initiate some stuff. Is that a, that's a 20, right? Uh, 2D12 and add your... Oh, that was maybe a store thing? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. 2D12 and add your initiative bonus. 18. 20. God, how high of an initiative do you guys have? Are you adding your initiative bonus to your roll? Yeah, it's only four. It's only a plus four. That's really good. Oh. Then I'm rolling terrible. <laughs> Crash and Wyatt? Not. Uh, that's 21. 31. 31? 31. Because oh, I rolled 21, and I've got a plus 6 initiative and lightning reflexes for a total of plus 10. Wow. And 17. Crash's reaction time is rather obscene. That's crazy. <clears throat> is in fact where a lot of his powers are focused. All right, Crash, you're going to be first at a 31. There are a dozen of these. There are slight variations upon each other. 
but they are all very similar to the beings you turned to dust previously. Yeah, but that took a lot of juice. And I'm not made of juice. And neither are they. Uh, I'm, I'm going to split my two attacks into four. Okay, making four attacks. And I'm going to basically just, you know, jump at them and see if I can, you know, punch through a few of them in one shot. All right, Crash punching through some gargoyles. That's going to be fighting checks, sir. The super crash punch. Yeah, I think it is definitely a super crash punch. On the break, I went and got more dice because I realized I only had like one eight and one ten. Ah, that that might be useful to have the the dice on hand. Now I got both the tens, which are harder to read. It's, 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 it's six. Okay, so I beat it by well. First one is a critical success. You still oh, yeah, got, got three more to go. I can roll a bunch. Uh, let's see, that is, I beat it by three. By three. Also a success. Beat Two it by 12. Critical success. Two criticals and one regular. Yep. Uh, that's, uh, beat it by four. All right, that's four attacks. Beat it by eight. Wow. All right. Crash Jackson leaps through the air and kind of punch bouncing from gargoyle to gargoyle absolutely disintegrates two and punches off part of the torso of two more of them. They kind of haphazardly fall to the ground and are still moving forward but no longer capable of flight. Nice, bro. What uh, Next up is going to be John with a 20. So you said... A couple of them fell to the ground here? Yeah, he disintegrated two, and then two fell to the ground. There are still eight flying in straight towards all of you. Okay, so i got the, these guys on the ground. So um, I have two attacks. I'm going to use one static charge to see how they respond to electricity. Good plan. So I roll this. Yep. Are there a range for you? So to give me a shooting test for that one. Cool. Uh, I'm still rolling 12s, right? Uh, you'd be on 8s if you're all pilot rolling against John Stone's shooters. All right. Yeah, 8. Uh, okay, cool. Beat that one by 14. Beat that one by 14. That is a critical success. You blast this partially wounded one fighting. And while it doesn't seem to do a huge amount initially, it sort of starts to twitch and spasm almost like a person would if they're electrocuted, and more stone breaks off from it, and it collapses into several limb pieces. You do note that the limb pieces that are still somewhat whole, like the, the one arm and the one foot, still continue to move. It's just really ineffectual and staying in place. <laughs> Interesting. Um around us uh is there any debris any any uh big objects uh in fact yes there is a overturned wagon off to your left times square buddy <laughs> a yeah. wagon made of what is it like a wood. wooden wagon yep it's a pretty solid wood wagon probably weighs in the vicinity of 800 pounds oh okay got I'll, axles I'll... and wheels on it and everything all right so i'm gonna take that one 
And how 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 close is the other the other remaining standing gargoyle? Oh, he's about fifteen yards from you. Not very cool. close. So I'm gonna take this here wagon and I'm gonna uh, hammer throw it at the last standing gargoyle. All right, that's gonna be used against athletics for that one. You're still on ace. Bam. Ouch. Rolling it. Athletics beat that by 13. Also a critical success. It nearly explodes from the impact of you fastball throwing this thing so fast through the air. This wagon also breaks apart somewhat. Pieces of the wagon fly and hit a couple of the people that are in the crowd and knock them down. And they just kind of stand back up and take their places back in line. Wow. Whatever's there must be good. <laughs> It's that chicken sandwich from Popeye's. All right, after John, my gargoyles have a 19, and our next, just before Tessa and Wyatt, there are only eight remaining. Two of each of these gargoyles are going to attack each of the pilots. With curved stone talons, we're going to make attacks on Tessa. Merc, no, it is not. Merck does make a good point. Is it a fastball special if you didn't throw a teammate? Not quite. No, no you got to throw a teammate. Uh, only one of those is a success. It is a success by four. And I'm not sure that beats Tessa's dodge bonus. What is Tessa's dodge bonus? Plus six. Yes, you are just too quick for those curved stone talons from the one attacking you. Then we're going to make some attacks on Crash. I feel like Tessa in the real world just like walks around everywhere in basically a Black Widow outfit. <laughs> you know, like it's just like black cat suit with utility belts all over the place all the time. And I never talk. I just throw shit. <laughs> Wear sunglasses. Ride a motorcycle. <laughs> she is kind of a badass. Yeah. We, have two we have two successes by five, but I know that success by five does not hit Crash's dodge bonus. So again. These things try and tear you to pieces, but you are too swift. We're going to head over to two attacking Wyatt next. I've got one success by one and one success by two on you, Wyatt. What is your dodge bonus, sir? Plus four. Again, you are all just too fast for these. These gargoyles need no better kung fu. Well, they're just a little slow, you know. They maybe their uh, their reflexes are just a little, you know. Uh, their moves are a bit rocky. They just <laughs> we're going to John Stone next. Oh, I got a success by ten on John Stone and a success by two. John Stone, I believe, has a zero dodge bonus. Uh oh. That is correct. However, John Stone has an inherent 40-point armor rating, and these are 40-point blows. So while they impact John, they don't seem to do any damage. <laughs> they barely scratch his hospital gown. Yeah, it's, it tears up the gown a little, but it's, it's, it's yeah, I think they might they were hitting the street with their hands. Nothing affected <laughs> from their strikes. Ugh, that was and annoying. then 19 was over, so 18 is next with Tessa. So, is a street lamp considered a small object? Uh, the light inside of it could be. No, I'm... Oh. No. I don't have any wep... Wait, if I'm Tessa, but I'm stuck in this Sarah Lockwood body, all I have is sewing shit, right? And your bare hands. I do have... Unarmed attack. 
Uh, I'm going to walk up to two of the gargoyles and smack their heads together. Yeah, you All did. All right. Jackson. A what check? Fighting is what you will use for that. Apparently neither gargoyles nor grotesques are good at combat. In fact they're pretty shist at it. Which isn't a nice thing to say but maybe these hashtag meta pointes will make up for it. Rock humor. You nerd. always gets together. Alright, let's roll for this. Um, I beat it by six. Beat it by six. You grab hold of two of these, and you hit them together hard, and their faces crack and break a little away. So one of them now has half of a jaw, and the other one only has half of a head. They're still fighting, but they're very deformed. <laughs> Take that. You will never be beautiful. Uh, does Tessa only have one attack? <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> you might um, check Tessa's sheet. I think she might have more than one attack. It should say onto her towards the top of the Tessa sheet. Uh, under three, just three. Yeah. So you still have two more attacks to make. Yeah. Oh God. Tessa is a is a super 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 badass. Yeah. Okay. I so. I'm gonna use athletics to run up the side of the building, flip, and do a death from above on top of the one with the fucked up jaw. Nice. My Get sister. Athletics followed by fighting, please. Uh, okay. Athletics. Uh, athletics. Can I use my roll? Yes, you can use your seven-point bonus and change that by seven. Okay, then so I subtract seven from this? Yep. Uh, well, what did you roll first? I, I rolled a 16, and I needed a 14. Then, yeah, you beat yeah. it by five. All right, you beat that by five. You run, and uh, Tessa, I swear to all of you, gets like 18 feet up on a vertical run on this building before leaping off of it and flipping, and then give me the fighting check for the way down for the impact. It's so fun. Uh, I beat it by seven. And then lands solidly, and the entire head of this thing just breaks off into little pieces. So the neck is still exposed, and the arms are still swinging, but even though it doesn't have any physical eyes, it seems to depend on that head to direct the attack, so the swings are just wild in every direction. Does she also nail the superhero landing? Absolutely. It is a flawless superhero landing. Wow. Yes. Shit. All right, I got one more action. You still have one more attack, Tessa. How, how many are left? Well, there's the one, the two I smacked together. That one's still standing, the other one? Yeah, one is still, like, broken head, but still standing, and the other one is headless and wildly swinging. Wait, you said one's headless? Yeah, it's still swinging, but it seems to just be swinging in any direction that anything makes noise in. I'm going to teleport the light from the street lamp and stick it where his head should be and turn, <laughs> his... <laughs> oh. turn him into a walking street lamp. Okay. <laughs> Lovely. All right. You teleport a small object, which is, in case this case, the light, which uh, is it's an oil light. It's not an electrical light here, though some of the city lights have converted to electricity. The great majority are still oil lights. The oil overflows as it's no longer connected to its harness and starts pouring down the body of this statue and sets it in a blaze. And even though it is a stone statue, it starts reacting much as like a human does when set on fire. It's yeah. scrambling around, swinging at the air, trying to roll. It's just, it's embarrassing. Oh my God. So good. 
Okay. We will go to Wyatt next. Uh, I am just I going to go after the two. Idea. <laughs> it's being very clever. You get it? Yeah, an idea because you know it went over. And, yeah. Somebody else noted that uh, made it lightheaded. <laughs> yeah, I did make but it I'm lightheaded. Nice, <laughs> nice chat. <laughs> uh, so the two that are attacking me, um, yes. I am going to, uh, since I have judgment and get bonuses, uh, oh, attack yeah. them since they've missed me. I am um, going to uh, split my attack and try to execute a. Th- throat punch on each of them. All right. Give me fighting checks. Be sure to uh, uh, offset your multi-action penalty, your, your split action penalty, with your judgment bonus. And so that would be a uh, minus two penalty on both of them? Yep. Perfect. So the first one I beat by five. That is good enough. Yeah. And the second, I beat by one. Beat by one. It does have a dodge bonus of two. So that second one will be just a little shy. You do have a bonus you could burn from Patreon if you want. Let's go ahead and do that. All right. Five gives these twin throat punches. And despite not having a uh, larynx or any anatomy that should be susceptible to the throat punch, both gargoyles grip their throats immediately after being struck and tumble to the ground, holding non-existent throats. Oh, yeah, they're possessed. Yeah. And that puts us back to the top with Crash Jackson at a 31. Uh, You're muted, sir. You're mutant. Mutant. How many of these things are there left? There are still four and one disfigured one. <laughs> but they're reacting like they're hurt. When they, they seem hurt. to be. I mean, you didn't get much of a chance in the initial ones that you hit because you disintegrated them with your punches. Right. Just uh, going over a few things in my brain. That's okay. Uh, four, you said. Well... I got enough. Of, I, I got four attacks. Let's do this. I'll, t- I'll take some minuses. Are there any meta points? Fistico? There are two meta points and three moments of clarity in the story. One meta point, please. One meta point used. <clears throat> Crash is now full pilot, I'm assuming? Yeah. Full pilot. Wants to go tiny dicer. Pull me closer, Tony That's the one. Dicer. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> For 10 years, I thought it was holding me closer, Tony Danza. So. Really? Oh, yeah. No. When I was a little kid, that's what I thought it was. Hey, yo. You're wing. Hey, Angela. Samantha. <laughs> Jonathan <laughs> Mona Oh Mona Angela Mona had loose morals She did <laughs> Yeah I liked her too 
The first one I beat by 12. Second one I beat by 13. Jeez. Third one I beat by three. And the fourth? Fourth one I beat by 10. All right. Two critical successes and two regular successes accounting for dodge bonuses. And where there were four are now four piles of powder exploded from the punches of Crash Jackson. Leaving but one deformed gargoyle remaining when we hop to John Stone. You said one? Yep, and it is deformed. Tessa has already beat the crap out of it some. Hmm. Huh. Now, uh, the light stand. Yes. Is it still there? Oh, yeah. The, the, the pole itself is still there. Yeah. Ah. Swing, bada, 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 swing! Yes, yes, yes. Give me yes. an athletics check followed by a fighting check to uh, rip the light post out of the ground and swing it like an oversized bat, as we have seen in many comic book stories, and hit this gargoyle. Indeed. Athletics beat by 10. That is, you actually able to one hand rip this light pole out of the ground? And uh, fighting beat by five. And then you swing it, and like a baseball bat, you hit this gargoyle. And the initial impact only kind of cracks the body, but then sends it up and over the crowd, across Times Square, and through the front of a building. <laughs> and then I open my uh, <laughs> my hospital gown to reveal number 42 in my chest. <laughs> nice touch. Nice Great touch. Bambino! <laughs> no, he was number three. I'm just saying you did a Great Bambino move. Oh, come on, you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> and the gargoyles are no more. Always and for. Ever, bro. Forever. <laughs> All right. So no more gargoyles. Now let's find out the, what's up in that there building there. Okay. <laughs> We're all covered in dust <laughs> from yep. gargoyles. You in particular, Crash. Entry. Yeah, you in particular, Crash. You're absolutely covered in dust from exploding gargoyles. Which yeah, I just jumped in a bag of flour. Nice. <laughs> We all look terrible, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah, totally We're mostly weird. naked people who are very, very dirty, have not seen mirrors or combs in months. Or showers. Yeah. We're real gross. Yeah. <laughs> and I am an anatomically correct cyborg, so it's kind of embarrassing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, I guess we uh, hop in through, like, a second-story window. That's our option. We'll have to make down make it down a floor, but uh, yeah, Tessa was able to scout. There was a back utility entrance. There is the front entrance, or going up through an upper floor through a window. I'd rather do back utility entrance. Agreed. Yep. Let's do it. I am done flying for the day. Do we see a, a fire hydrant anywhere? <laughs> Unfortunately, they're not a <laughs> thing yet. Damn it! No, I just want to wash off a little bit. Oh. Oh. Um, However, there is a uh, there is a, a fountain here in Times Square. Oh, it won't be in a couple of decades, but it is currently here. Should we rinse off a little bit? I mean, can I can't we, even we, see. Can we do some friends poses and dance I in can, it? 
I can. I've been working on a rinse thing. You want? Can I try? Yeah. Oh, you can manipulate the water to come like rinse us off. Oh, yeah, I could do that too. But I was just gonna forcefully remove the dust and dirt particles from your body. Oh, sure. I want you to tell me exactly what you're doing with that power use, word for word, Crash. <laughs> that that is never a good sign. Can you bless Hank off too. Come on, man. <laughs> well, no, I mean I've been I've been practicing on this uh, okay. at home on myself. Because the last time you did something like this, there was a an incident. Yeah, I'm. I'm the trick is, you know, to keep down the speed. Yeah. Okay. But you're just making uh, making their skin frictionless, and then a little gust of kinetic energy to uh, move the particles off, like a wind blast, basically. Just don't blow All our right. skin off. Okay. Except the bottoms of their feet are still good to go. I just want you to understand that. I'm not blowing these people across the universe uh-huh. and completely defrictioning, completely defrictioning them. That's not happening. Okay. Fool me twice, shame on you still. But, <laughs> but defrictionalizing the entirety of their exterior skin minus the bottoms of their feet. Right. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. For how long? This is just temporary, right? This is for... Like, like half a second and then, like, basically, you know... The breeze should blow everything off. Can I just stay dirty? I'm fine with being dirty. I'm yes, dirty you can. Floor. Or you All can right. go use the fountain. I just want to see if this works. Right, yeah, so I'm not using that on. His sister. Just Tessa? Probably, probably just me to start with since just I haven't done to start it. with. Okay, give me a power use to start with on yourself. I beat it by seven. And you do it flawlessly. The only problem you come across is by making yourself entirely frictionless on your skin, your clothing uh, was also removed by the blast of kinetic energy. Totally makes sense. I, I expected that to happen. I thought we were naked. So I'll just, be, you know, I'll, just, I'll retrieve. Well, you know, it is what it is. I'll retrieve and... Still cover working the bugs out. Cover him a bit. But he is absolutely clean beside that. But the brief moment of nakedness. So the trick is you want to get the clothes off beforehand. Otherwise it won't. Right. And we- I uh, tie my hospital gown basically around my waist. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where we're living now. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a asylum chic. I mean, it's it's basically just a rag at this point anyway. With as right. many times as I've been clawed and bit and yeah, that. yeah, that is a fact. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing I'm not about wearing you. a hospital issued loincloth. Uh, either asking for uh, the crash treatment or going for the fountain or just ignoring it. What uh, do we call it for me? That's fountain. weird how it smells better. You smell better? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you smell a lot better. Fine, but do it turned around. Even my hair's clean. <laughs> All right, give me a power use. Tessa is asking for it, but wants you to do it turned around. Uh, if you really want me to do this with my eyes closed? No, 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 just as soon as you do it, turn around. 
Oh, right. Yeah, of course. Fine. That, that's I mean, gross. I know it's not my body, but still, it's weird. Still, you're still my sister, and that is totally still weird. weird. Yes. <laughs> Give me another power. It's about the time that mom would remind us that we used to bathe together when we were children. I know. She's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, critical. The clothes oh, even yeah. stay on. You yeah. even managed to compensate for the clothes on that one with the critical success. And while they like kind of go sideways and twist around and you have to readjust them, you are clean. And yes, you smell better. Even your hair is clean. Ugh. Oh, my God. Cleaner than you were when you were even in the, in the asylum. Wow. I've missed you. Meanwhile, Wyatt is bathing in the fountain. <laughs> I wish I had a camera right now. <sighs> and uh, I'm guessing John is just ignoring the condition. I'm a cyborg, man. I'm naturally clean. But I can also, <laughs> use, my, I can also use my aesthetic charge on myself to uh, repel the, uh, uh, the negative electric charge of the particles on me There's and actually uh, force them off me. There is the small problem of your meat body. I can still, but but I'm still right. But he's still electricity on repel prime and you're particles. In, you're in this Joker's body. I'm still gonna repel them particles. You go ahead yeah. and uh, a, a low level, a negative yeah. charge will repel the 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 negatively charged particles and cause the fly off my body. I like it. You're attempting to use your advanced technology for a good Static. purpose. Static, yeah. Go ahead and give me an advanced technology roll. Oh, I, 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 that's all theory. I'm not going to do it. I don't care. Oh, see, in theory, he could do it. He's choosing not to. I don't care. Okay. I, I want I, I want to blend in with all the zombies and smell kind of, kind of a little gamey. <laughs> yeah, I was fine with that, too. But then we were talking about being dirty, and I thought I could, hey, I could get rid of well, that's just because we have a girl with us. Girls always worry about that kind of stuff. I don't care. Tess is not a girl. That's gross. <laughs> Technically, I'm pretty much like a dude. A dude girl? Okay. Yeah. We'll go with that. Thank you. Can we go in, like, save the day or something? You're Let's back so. around by the, uh, you make your way after Wyatt bathes around the back of the building to the utility entrance. It's a set of closed, pretty stout doors. But uh, that's never stopped any of you in the past. Anybody Someone. got a bobby pin? Oh, I've got a. I was kidding. No, no I've got like seamstress tools. I can. I don't think we need them. Oh, I mean, we pick it. Does it open? <laughs> uh, give me an athletics test. It's, it resists your grip a little bit. And did you say it was locked or just barred? Is it locked? locked? Yeah, it's just locked. Oh. It's just locked. Yeah. I can lockpick it. If you want me to roll? Okay. <laughs> can you just, like, break the lock off? Yeah, no, that's, without trying. Even. Punch through yeah. it? Yeah, he snaps the lock in half, pulling on it. The door even bends a little bit on the hinges in the process. <laughs> Show off. Just gonna move that door over there. Okay. <laughs> it's a back utility entrance. Leads into a hallway. There's a couple of split-off doorways from it. Uh, ahead, you can see like a couple of doors have been knocked down so that you can see out into the lobby. And you can see the people filed through the lobby from like a side angle. Like the, the line goes inside of the building. All right. 
stealth mode. All right. Anybody who is trying to be stealth, please make stealth checks. Uh, um, covert ops. Covert yeah. ops would cover that for you, Wyatt. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Beat it by six. Beat it by six. Beat uh, by twelve. Beat by twelve. Wow. Yeah. Archangel Michael doesn't seem to have any stealth. But... No, he does not. <laughs> You're crashed though, right now. Yes. Yeah. Holy crash. There it is. And what did you beat yours there by, John? Three. Three. Okay. <laughs> Is I've, I've actually beat it by two. Beat it by two. So the whole group of you, quiet, quiet, creeps in through the back, past some of these little side rooms and closets, and you get out front towards the lobby, and now you have a much better view of the lobby. All these people have filed in, and there's a, a pretty set of major stairs here on the, there, one going to the, the lower floors and then stairs going to the upper floors. And you can see the people have filled up the stairs heading into the upper floors and then out of sight as though the line continues upstairs. Perfect, because we want to go down. Yep. Everyone give me notice checks as well. Beat it by three. Five. Eleven. Uh, Twelve. Excellent. One critical success, two critical successes, and two more. You uh, quite quickly pick up their stuff. Like this slick, oily, quite greasy type black fluid coming from the downstairs and then up to the upstairs. Like a trail that got left by something. Wait, it's flowing up? No, I could. Like, it's a trail that got left behind. It was oh. on the downstairs and going to the upstairs. But because two people got critical successes, they can tell it originated downstairs and then headed up. Got it. Got so it. So, the same material that that creature was that we tried to take out? Possibly. Yeah. Explain that to me one more time. Like, a black, oily, greasy fluid is left, like a trail, like something left it behind and came from downstairs to upstairs at some point. So what we're looking for is upstairs. Possibly. You were told that the uh, traveling you know, stone is you know, the downstairs. The traveling stone is downstairs. But yeah, it originated from downstairs. So something came through the stone and went upstairs. So let's go, see, let's go see the stone first real quick. All right. You travel down the steps ever so stealthy. There's nobody going downstairs. They're all, all the, the people in the, the line are headed upstairs. And you get into a basement area where there's a boiler, a utility area. There's pipes running everywhere. Uh, some of the construction is really recent. Like this building was, was finished a very, very short time ago yeah, it's before new. all these horrible things happened. It's very new. And at the far end, there's a massive vault-like door, like the kind you'd see in a bank, but it's hanging open. And inside is a natural stone cavern. It's a pretty large cavern. In this cavern, there's a circular stone in the middle of it. And on this circular stone, there is a, a dead body. And then that slick, oily black substance goes from one side, like where the opposite side of where the dead body is, out the vault door and then up the stairs. So like, a, the, like, the, like the dead body and the stuff both started on opposite sides of the stone? Yes, but the dead body doesn't look like it's moved. 
Right. We went downstairs or upstairs? Downstairs. 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 Okay. Uh, and also at this point, all of you, because you're meta pilots, even though you're in avatars, you can feel like the hum of the metaversal energy from the stone. This is definitely a, a conduit, a way for pilots to access the metaverse. Okay, I mean, everybody, don't touch that. Could, I mean, should we use do a knowledge roll for the stone? Uh, I, I, I've got, I've got the skill. Yeah, I only yeah. have a nine, so yeah. I've got metaverse knowledge myself. I do too. Yep. And I rolled a three. I'm it is 100% uh, like a place of power is back on your metaverse. This is probably how Winston and his friends traveled. This is uh, old timey travel. metapods like at Stonehenge and at, uh, yeah. Gotcha. At the island, that place in Africa, that place in Norway, that place in the Southwest. The Bermuda Triangle. There is a place in the Bermuda Triangle. How did you know that? I just got knowledge. Okay. And looking at it, it looks like it's probably built uh, since uh, somebody got a really good roll on that one. Where uh, four pilots could use this thing at the same time. It's like set up with four individual spots. One of them is occupied by a dead body. One of them has that greasy black stain on it. The dead body. Is it a woman or a man? It's a man. Wasn't he with a man? He was he with left? two people. He was with Fordsworth and Diane was his story. He said Fordsworth was injured terribly. Injured terribly. Yep. And let's, is, take, let's take a look at the body. Is it injured terribly? Uh, give me notice checks. Let's see what you can figure out from his body. Or an investigation would work if you have those skills. Oh, I do. I do. Beat it by five. Beat it by five. Uh, beat it by eight. He uh, bears no obvious physical wounds to himself. Fourteen. Uh, you, you can tell right away, Crash, that this uh, he died of shock from his avatar dying in another metaverse. <gasps> so his okay. avatar didn't die here. Yeah, that could be the dude. No. Because the dude's sure. avatar died in the other world, but his pilot would have come through and died. Went upstairs. What? She and uh, your investigation is high enough. You can tell the the, the black stain is uh, definitely person sized. It's on the other half of the of the traveling stone. Are there any footprints in it at all? Yeah, right at the very base of that stone, just one set of footprints. Is that well, Diane? I don't know if it was Diane, but I could probably tell if it was a woman or a man. How tall they were. Uh, about five foot seven, probably female. Yeah. All right. Yeah, whatever it was got her and is using her and is upstairs. Yep. Is there anything else in this room that we need to, to notice? Uh, there's a couple of uh, simple desks. Uh, there's a couple of journals like on the wall next to them and other books. Journals. Uh, some really basic supplies. Yeah. Wait, so it inhabits bodies, but it also showed itself outside of a body and wreaked havoc with us without a host, correct? It may have spread once it got here. Okay, so if you think about ways to kill a virus using antivirals or make the environment hostile right. to the virus. 
That's why I mentioned that particular scorched earth scenario when we left the asylum. Yeah. Okay. But there's kids here. And they don't have yep. anybody right now. Yep. So let's go upstairs and make this thing go home. Well, I would like to take a quick stick in of those journals, just because journals yeah. are... Yeah, scan them in, man. All right, they're uh, fairly simple, but they seem to be the uh, the travel logs of a uh, of a Winston and a Fordsworth and a Diane. All just travel logs of going to different metaverses and visiting the people and trying to make contact. And they're, they're all very diplomatically written, like they were trying to learn. What are the final entries of each These one? These are explorers. <clears throat> yeah, uh, they're talking about returning to the Palace of the Feathered King is the last entry. Right, we're going to return to the Palace of the Feathered King, and then there's no entry after that. Still, file it away. That could be that could be where we need to go next. I'll I'll I'll, I'll just take them with us. Can't you just All like right. look at them and memorize them? Oh yeah, I can like scan them. I can turn yeah. the PDFs in my head. <laughs> All right. That's super cool. The advantages of having a cyborg. All right, uh, I'm guessing you're heading back upstairs then? Yeah. Yeah. All right. You go back up the steps, and then again in that lobby, you see the whole line. It's moved a few people going upstairs and kind of standing in the stairwell underneath as you're coming up. You can see up several of the flights of stairs as they twist around and around and around. And there are people all the way up as far as you can see filling the stairwell every so often shuffling up in the line. And as you reach the lobby floor, you hear the elevator bell ding, and the doors to the elevator next to the stairs slide open. That was good maybe timing. Maybe the thing at the <laughs> asylum was a remora to a much larger baddie. Or maybe it was a progeny. Either way, if there is more than one thing, maybe a hashtag crash buff and a hashtag Tessa buff will help hitting many things at once. Yes, it would. Nice. Why, thank you. Thank you, Chad. Everyone currently has a buff in the store, guys. I'm just going to point that out. Everyone has a buff in the store. There's still a meta point, still three moments of clarity. So if we hold on to those till the right moment, we could just put our fists in and do a Sentai transformation? (laughs) (laughs) And there is a meta meltdown. Oh, God. Which, the only reason I haven't spent on you is you're all in full pilot, and it would do nothing. Right. I mean, it would be cool, I guess. Yeah, it would be just wait. It would be it would be very cool during a fight. Oh, I expect there would be a fight here coming soon. Because That's just, it's a hunch. Just, because, just because it changes positions and opponents. Yep. Um, as Sarah's the part of me that Sarah is gonna scan for her dirty dealing husband in the group of people. Uh, she doesn't see her dirty dealing husband, but there are numerous people she either has seen before, and even okay. a couple she might know the name of. Okay. Just because there's so many people in that line. She's recognized a few of them. They are definitely New York citizens. Okay. Okay. I would like everyone to note that there is literally no one coming back down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, that that struck me as well. Yeah. It's weird. So- I'm just saying there may be some sort of weird hentai death machine up there and we don't know about it. That was in a minute. Or it's a rave. That nobody gets to leave? Who would 
want to. It's a cool party. It's a, a rave at a roach motel. <laughs> In 1904? <laughs> Did they have glow sticks back then? No. Trans music. <laughs> no, they just had fire. They had opium. Fire and racism. <laughs> Laud- laudanum. They had laudanum. They did. Bottles and bottles of it. Yeah. And as I said, as you reach the, the lobby floor, the elevator dings and the doors open. Is there an elevator attendant? Uh, not currently. The doors just stand open. Someone that sent it for us? What ass building is this? Okay. Wait, did oh, we the, the stairs are packed, right? The yeah. stairs are packed. Could, could I feasibly get up the stairs without accidentally murdering anybody? It would take effort, but you think you probably could do it. It would just take a while. How long is a while? Hours? Uh, 20 oh. or 30 minutes, maybe. Maybe a little bit longer. And I wouldn't hurt anybody during that time. That's assuming that you're being extra careful and not, you know... We could all just go, pardon me, excuse me, excuse me, pardon me. The elevator just showed up. They know we're here. You want to get in the elevator that whoever sent? Yeah. Okay. Let's say that the elevator is a trap. What do we do? Do I grab the ceiling and then just fly up that way with the elevator anyway? I don't imagine the elevator weighs more than 20 tons. And I can lift that. Real easy on a good day. Fine, let's elevator it. All right. You step into the elevator. Uh, it's, you know, too primitive in this time period to be buttons. It actually has a lever that you adjust to the floor that you want to go to. Cool. So it's a giant dumbwaiter? Uh, All right. You crank it to the top floor. And you can hear the chains clanking and grinding as it rises up. Again, it's a very primitive elevator, so it doesn't go particularly fast. But you can kind of feel it shaking and moving up and moving up and moving up. Yeah, pre elevator music, but uh, John. It's actually a woman on the elevator singing. Yes. <laughs> but because it's music, she's just humming the tune at you. Ah, I like it. Minutes pass as it travels higher and higher, almost too long, like taller than this building is. Oh, good. A TARDIS. Where is a TARDIS? And then finally it grinds to a stop and the doors open into a twisted and a hellish landscape. Men and women are arrayed on horrible looking torture devices around the room with slick, oily beings laughing maniacally while administering the torture to them. Piles of dead, obvious victims to prior prior torture clutter along a long banquet table where yet more of these entities are feasting on their flesh and gnawing on their bones. At the head of the table sits an impossibly tall, slender man with pale skin and long, stringy hair. His eye sockets are sunken and he has a long hooked nose above his entirely too large of a mouth. He's dressed in rather rumpled finery and in front of him, strung up like a suckling pig, is a child. <gasps> oh, I'm fucking pissed now. Yeah, Welcome, so- travelers. Welcome to my feast. I have been waiting. One of these smaller, oil-slick-type beings 
reaches out a hand to try and grab the child, and he slaps it away. Ah, the enthusiasm of youth. They just don't know how to savor the moment. It takes eons to grow patient. Are you going to really monologue at us? Why did you let us up the elevator? What do you want? What do I want? What does yeah. anything want, child? Uh, perhaps you mean like something specific now in this moment. Yes, from us right now. The answer to that is quite simple. In that case, I want you, Clarence, my boy. The rest of you are just father. <gasps> did he just call me father? He did. He did. He, he called you Clarence? Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm rolling he up my sleeves, even though there are none. What? John? What? Did he just call you Clarence? Yeah. That's more offensive. Right? That's what I'm saying. So you I want know your father. What, you want to you want to eat me like a kid? Oh, not at all, Clarence, my boy. Not at Suck all. Suck out all my powers. <laughs> Be like a, a Highlander demon. What 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 what's your deal, guy? Come on, because this is ridiculous, right here. This room, these people. This is everything the has to eat. No, no, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. So, what do you want from me? Well. You're my way to spread. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna ride me back to another metaverse? Quite yeah. a few, actually. You know why that's not gonna happen? Because I'm gonna vaporize this whole place, including myself. Whoa, 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 we're here too. Hold on there. Oh. No, he could get you. Sorry. How many bad guys are here? That's the only way this is going to go. You made the mistake, little man, of bringing a nuclear bomb up to the top floor where you guys are eating. After making me witness everything that you've done here, I'm in a room, and the only people in here that I care about are four really sick mental patients. Uh, technically, I'm five mental patients, but... Right, I, I'm sorry, John. Oh, no, you guys. So you're gonna do giggle voice at me more, monster? Just going to blow up and run away, huh, Clarence? No, no, no. I'm gonna blow. Well, I mean, I guess technically, yeah. But where's that gonna leave you? Oh, I'll be fine. I'll just have to wait for the next one of your kind to come through and use them instead. No, I will lock this place down so fast. Who, who, who do? You, how do you think people get here? There, there won't be travelers in this place ever, ever again. There will be no way in and no way out. We will lock this down. It's a flip of a switch, you stupid creature. Just a delay. No. Starving slowly for a very long time. A now, delay it might be, but it'll be an uncomfortable one. How many bad guys are in here? Hundreds of these little things. Little things? And then the one talking to you, the, the old man with the stringy hair, but the little oil slick like creatures. They're about a foot and a half tall. There are hundreds of them. Um, can I teleport so, the small child to my side, please? Absolutely you can. Yeah, I'm doing that right now. While while Crash talking to this guy, I'm gonna use my judge opponent um ability to see what I can learn about this thing. Good man. 
Uh, him or the others? Him. Him. All right. Uh, give me notice or investigation. Let's see what you can learn about him. Beat it by six. Uh, that's pretty decent. Uh, you, you don't think that he's susceptible to physical harm. That's it? That's all I learned about him? Yeah, that's about all you can really tell. And that what you're looking at isn't him at all. It's some sort of projection. It's what he's a- allowing you to see. So, Crash, this isn't even the, the yeah, guy. This is That sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wait, Wait. Does he have a physical... If he doesn't have a physical body, how is he grabbing things? Oh, little... He's dreamer. fucking laughing again. Jesus Christ. You know what? When you're done, we'll let you finish talking. Is this thing the same thing that we saw when we first got here? No. Not at all. It, uh, the thing you saw when you first got here is more like these little ones that are running the torture equipment. Uh, in terms of the little ones, I want to take a look at them and see like, if, if they actually are here and have and have real bodies or not. I'll take a notice or investigation from yourself, Mr. Wyatt Maxwell. Uh, notice will beat it by nine. Uh, they're here in a limited capacity. They have uh, what you might call a quasi-physical body. They're uh, not so much physical, but they are definitely bound to this metaverse. Like they, they exist here and could be destroyed here. Okay. All right, I, and I sit down <laughs> across from him. So you're gonna use me to go to all the metaverses and infect everybody. Like, are you really supposed to be the big bad this season? What We don't even know your name. I'm older than names, Clarence. Oh my God, no, no. You can't call me Clarence and then not and then say you're older than names. Nobody's gonna buy that. This cheat, this, okay. I've been doing this a couple of years now and I'm just gonna go on record as saying you are the dumbest villain. You are the worst one we have ever faced. And not in that you are the most terrifying, because clearly, oh, you're very terrifying. But... So, James... This is stupid. I would like to use my uh, senses to see if there is a man behind the curtain. Absolutely. You go ahead and give me either an investigation or notice check to see what else you can pick up. Beat it by eight. There is 100% a uh, human body in this room somewhere with extremely faint life signs. But you don't physically see it, but you know it is in this room. But this room is also very disproportioned. It should be much smaller here at the top of the building than what you're seeing. You have the strongest sense that everything you're seeing, your perceptions are being altered. Okay, so I have, again, a mind shield and I have heightened senses. So what can I actually detect that is real? Uh, you believe that you are actually in the top floor of the Times Tower and that it's probably just a, like a, a corporate office-esque building that should have a big table for uh, rich folks to meet and talk while they stare with their beautiful view out of the uh, out in the city and have a few offices up here. But that's not what it looks like at all. And and the the person the humanoid thing is there is definitely a human with uh, faint life signs somewhere in this room the very faint and the life signs are slowly fading. 
okay, this is all a distraction. We got to find out who that person is and save them. I have stealth. You want me to lock, stealth lock check the room? So you're older than names. If you seek to call me something, perhaps entropy. Fear, oh, oh, you're an idea. Hunger. Oh, okay. Like so suffering. As, as Crash keeps doing this, can she sneak and stealth her way throughout the place and look around? Give me a stealth check. Okay. And Crash can just keep distracting him and talking to him. That's and... exactly what I'm trying to do. Yep. Just to make sure I've got my eights. Okay. Oh, I beat it by ten. Wow. Oh, yeah. You slip away from the group. You are pretty sure nothing has noticed you as you slide around the table. Crash continuing the conversation. Because all things must decay. Oh, God. You don't even have a good angle. You would not understand. I know, I know. It's probably beyond my puny mortal understanding or whatever. You don't even know what you are. Oh, God. We're going to do this? Now you're going to somehow do the season six tie into my past that nobody knew until just now? No, I'm not buying it there, uh, there, Boney. It just isn't happening. Uh. I refuse to acknowledge you even as a threat at this point. I tire of this little dreamer. Supper oh, time, children. Me too. Are you yeah. The small creatures cease their you work on the torture moments and all turn their vicious heads towards you, Wyatt and John. Initiative gonna, one. You gonna kill the avatars then? <laughs> Wait a minute. What, what am I finding? Anything? Oh, we'll get to you. You're also in the combat round, my dear. Except for nothing is targeting you because you are stealthed. Oh, okay. You so, slipped away just as the fight was breaking out. So we will definitely be including that in the round. But nothing is going to be attacking you, my dear. 25! Yes! Nice! Oh, doing initiative, that's right. Yes. Uh, two 12s, was it, or a 20? I forget. Two 12s, and then add your initiative modifier. Got it, got it. Oh, man, really? Uh... Oh, wait. I'm going to take that five that I was given in the bidding to my roll and add it. All right. You do it. And that'll give me a uh, 13. <laughs> I feel your pain. Wyatt and Crash? 26. 26. 22. 22. Lots of folks moving fast on this initiative. The 26 for Crash will go first. You get to act first right as he physically rings a dinner bell, telling them that it's supper time. Ridiculous. <laughs> I love how just offended you are. By, not by the horror of the scene, but the banality of it. Yeah. I left the kid with you, by the way. While I went and stealthed. The kid that I teleported. Off oh, the that's stick. fine. Yeah, keep him close. So what are we doing with our 26, Crash? Uh, I'm waiting until my uh, the rest of my party has right. done their thing. Crash at a hold action. Tessa's at 25. You've made it halfway around the table before he rang this dinner bell thing. And a bunch of the things scamper past you, and just some of them come within inches. But you are so stealthy that moving between stealthy. these torture implements, it doesn't notice you at all. 
and you're making your way towards the back of this strange hellish landscape and behind the table is this really intricate like black goo like web all these different tendrils of it stretch in different directions and across the ground and the floor and they all seem to be heading further and further away from you like a did did John share the information about the body somewhere in here? I don't know. John, did you share that information? Well, yeah, I yelled, I yelled it out to uh, Crash, but he was okay. uh, still talking. So, so if I'm she was looking for shot. the body. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to use investigation to try to find this body. All right. You're going to follow the trail. Give me an investigation for your turn for this round. Five and I needed a 14. I beat it by nine. You did by nine. Almost a critical success. You begin following this like trail of twisted, grotesque tendrils further and further back into this strange realm. And you can like feel reality trying to warp around you, but you just keep this trail that you were following fixed in your mind. At times it feels like you're even walking on the walls and then on the ceiling. And then it's less being in this strange landscape you see, and more like a, a simple executive's office from 1904. And across the room is a, a, a woman, and tendrils of this black horribleness are coming out of her mouth, and that is what the uh, what, what is the source of all of these ones that you followed. And we are then going to go to the next in the initiative count, which is going to be a 23. 23 will be the speaker at the table who bounds across it straight towards Crash Jackson. In two quick strides, he covers the table and his hands kind of go almost above Crash's body when he grabs him. And you can feel a piercing sensation in yourself, not, not your avatar, Crash, as you are physically grabbed for uh, 30 damage, please. And you can feel like you're being pulled or, or torn so out. He, he definitely beat my dodge? I beat my success rate by 13, so I, yeah, I know that I, I got my lowest roll tonight with a one and a two on my 12-sided dice, so that's a three for my, my attack. And uh, he physically tears into your, the only thing you can call it is your soul. It feels like he's pulling you out of your avatar physically. Uh. Yeah, cool. It is horribly painful. Uh, if you well, he are... doesn't have a physical body, so I can't physically hurt him. Is that correct? Uh, he seems to be grabbing you in some fashion. He's just not grabbing your avatar. It's grabbing you. Ooh. Uh, and we have Wyatt next at a 22. Okay, so just looking over... Uh, over the scene here, um, have they have all of the little uh, oil creatures abandoned the folks that they were um, torturing? Yes. yes, they have turned their hungry gazes upon yourself and John Stone. Okay, cool. Uh, I would like to uh, find the largest grouping of them. Um, and I'm going to try and sorcery up some fire just to see if uh, if these things will catch light. All right. Give me a sorcery check, please. Ooh. Uh, beat it by 
six. You did buy six. How much fire are you bringing about? Um, a healthy dose, I think. Um, and again, I really want to. I really want to really try and keep this contained uh, as much as I can within one group of them. Okay. Uh, trying to catch the entirety of of uh, the, right, the building so area on fire. Not going for the whole building, but going for a decent session. You bring about magic fire that you conjure, and several of these things immediately burst into a horrible, horrible flame. The smell is horrible. The smoke is worse. And the screams are ear-piercing as they roll around in these terrible flames that spread from them. As they contact each other, it's like they're almost made of something flammable and the fire just spreads rapidly around the room into several of them until more than a couple dozen are on fire. Well, that worked. It was, in fact, dramatically affected. Uh, 18 will be the uh, remaining one of the, these things not on fire. At any time you want to uh, jump in, Crash, just say so. Your action is still held. Okay. Uh, several of them leap across the room, going for both Wyatt and John. They are, as group efforts, going to attempt to grapple you and drag you to the ground where they can start eating you. No. A mob leaps upon you, Wyatt, and they start tearing into your flesh, and the pain is immense. I'm going to have four successes by more than six on that one. So we're going to do a total of 40 damage done to you, as each is a 10 damage hit. Uh, in which case, no damage is done. All right, but you are still grappled as they pull you to the ground. Lisa, are you trying to get pretty for the fight? What was that? It was chapstick. Oh, I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was actual lipstick. <laughs> no, it's chapstick. Hurts bees. In your case, John, they also weep into you, and more than a dozen pile on top of you. And while their claws don't seem to be able to inflict any damage to your toughened person, they are able to drag you to the floor just with sheer numbers and weight on top of you, holding you down on the ground. Now we will go to John, unless Crash is going to act. John. You are uh, pulled to the ground. Very good. Um, I'm going to see how they like electricity. So I'm, I'm just going to electrify my entire uh, body. Lighting so yourself up with the shock. Indeed. See how they uh, like that. All right, you'll be uh, doing, and in this case, it will be uh, either fighting or shooting, and uh, because you're going against yourself and then having the charge spread out, you're going against your dodge bonus of zero. Okay, say it again. So you just have to get a success. Okay. There is no dodge bonus because you're targeting yourself with this attack and then using the charge to go from there. Uh, beat by six. Beat it by six. You spend an electrical charge, and more than eight of these things are leaping off of you, yelping and licking at their hands as the charge goes into them. There are still four clinging onto you, and more of them, and more of them swarming in towards you at every second. 
We will either end the round or go to crash at this point. Well, I, I have one more attack. Oh, sorry, one more attack. Um, so there's a couple of them still on me. Yes, now, with four still on you, you are not being held to the ground anymore. Four is not enough to keep you pinned. And how, how big are they? They're about a foot and a half tall. Okay, so they don't weigh very much. No, they're, they're, they don't weigh much at all. All right, so I'm just going to, with them on me, I'm going to launch myself into uh, the, the big guy, the main dude that's, that's grappling with Crash. All right, give me a fighting check, John Stone. Uh, matched it. All right, you leap through the air, and you're just about to grab him, and his torso seems to like move in a way that a torso can't move, and you sail past him, crashing onto the table. Oh, well. Everybody done? Yeah, it's either uh, your turn or the end of the round, sir. Okay, I'll take my turn now. So this thing uh, is grabbing onto Crash's soul physically somehow? Somehow, it is grabbing hold of you. Great, but he's still right in front of me. Like, he's yes. using his hands? Yeah, that they're really... I just can't touch his hands hand. because they're not real? Uh, I, I did not say that at all. Great. Uh, Shazam. Uh, give us some details there. I am teleporting, uh, and I assume that he is going to be coming with me since he is grabbing onto my soul or whatever. Uh, I'm going to teleport to the basement. I'm going to be standing directly in front of the, uh, special meta stone, the travel stone, uh, and right about where his body would be when we appear. Uh, actually, exactly where his body would be because of my complete spatial awareness. All right. Uh, give me a power use to do that exactly the way you planned. Yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you two just to make sure he comes with me because I want to grab a hold of his wrists. Ah, even better. Uh, power usage, I beat, by, I can't, let's see, it's either a four, that's a four, okay, so five, I beat it by 13, athletics, I beat by 10. You grab hold of the physical body of this thing, and he moves fast, almost to the point where it's hard for you to get a grip, but even he isn't fast enough, and you teleport. And as you teleport and appear, you can see there's like this solid black line coming out of his back, now tearing through several floors all the way up out of your sight towards the top of the building. For the rest of you in the upper floor, uh, particularly yourself, uh, Tessa, there's one of those strands of fluid or, or black, like, sick stuff coming out of the, that person is now really, really thin, as though it has been pulled all the way tight from her. And you uh, two in the room, Wyatt and John, can see that it goes through the floor now, and a hole has been ripped in the floor, and all the way down, out of your sight. As he makes contact with the stone, he seems to become less. Like, part of him is just fading ever so slightly. All right, and uh, with my last split action, or rather, instead of taking a split action, I'll use my 10 electricity points to buy an extra action. I'm going to give that a little snippy snip. 
like kinetic energy has got to be good for something. I'm going to do a monomolecular thin line of it and just cut right through that little tendril. All right. Go ahead and do that for me. Give me a power use roll on that one. Six. So I beat it by 12? You slice through this black tendril, which then snaps like a rubber band, flying all the way back towards that top floor, past the two of you in the main room, all the way straight past you, Tessa, into the mouth of this woman whose eyes open up and she just starts horribly screaming. Just agonized, terrible, terrible scream. Yeah, she just got shot in the mouth with like a 4,200 foot long rubber band. Was it her tongue? No, obviously not. Is she a screaming? You can scream without a tongue. <laughs> Thanks for the demonstration, Justin. <laughs> Back to the top of the round. Yes, that'll be the top, which you have a 26, and will immediately follow yourself because you went last to go first. Right. I, I, I'm thinking you probably planned this. I'm a dick. <laughs> uh, how is fellow reacting to being half stone? Uh, it, it seems to be making him less, like less substantial. Great. I'm going to leave him here. Is he still stuck to me the same way? He still seems to be have his talons stuck into you. Oh. Well, that sucks. Uh, well, I guess I'll just rip him apart then. If I can. Now that he's not connected to the other thing, I'm going to try and explode him from the inside. All right, give me another power use rule. Inside. Six. You beat it by ten. You do a detonation. That's the only way I can really describe it. And chunks of this thick black ichor fly out and splatter all over the room, leaving only these horrible, disgusting talons that are somehow still metaphysically dug into you as the, the remains. And they're still twitching. <clears throat> I pull them out. They seem to resist your pulling and are rather embedded in your soul, you might call it. Okay. Well, I'll find a gun and shoot myself. Whatever. I yell, don't do that! You can't hear me. Yes, I can. Psychic connection, bro. I can't see him either. Oh, well, maybe. But that all that seems to remain is just some uh, talons stuck into you. Uh, we will go to Tessa at 25 next. Uh, you have just witnessed this horrible, horrible scream begin. That black tendril has flown back into her mouth. And she is just yelling and screaming. It's just this agonizing, piercing shriek. Can I use teleport small objects to grab whatever's the root inside of her and pull it out? Teleport it out? You absolutely can give it a shot. Okay. What skill are you going to use to make sure that you teleport precisely what you're aiming for? Piloting? I don't know. Uh, 
What skill would work for that? Throwing? No. Uh, I don't have fishing, so... Walk uh, me through one. Tell me how you're going to do it with one. Um... Uh, I am going to <laughs> pilot my energy to the landing pad that is the inside of her that is the base of all the evil. <laughs> and then I'm going to land on that shit, hook it, and take off. <laughs> Do any of our, our things in the, in the store help? A uh, moment of clarity could be useful, but she's already on eight, so um, yeah. I, I don't think so. I'll, you know, uh, but there's so many of these tendrils going into her body. A mishap, or I might be able to make you target all of them. Okay, let's do it. I'll use all my All right. Thanks, chat. Using the mishap, or thank you, chat, and give me that piloting roll on eights. I rolled an eight, so I beat it by ten. That is a critical success, and you teleport these bits out of her, and they appear all in front of you as you have teleported them. Some of them have blood stains on them or bits of skin as though they were physically embedded in the body, but they slowly just sort of turn to almost a smoke or gas and then dissipate into the air. Oh, wow. From beneath you in the, uh, the bottom floors of this building, you hear a horrible, horrible scream. It, it mirrors her scream, except now it's way down below you, not coming from her. Is she okay? Do I check on her? You can check on her. Uh, she still has a pulse, but it's pretty weak. Okay. She's not doing well. Uh, let's see, I would have a 23 go next, but he is unable to act, which then puts it to Wyatt at a 22. The uh, chorus of screaming has spread to all of these little creatures. They are all screaming horribly. just like a contagion spreading to each and every one. Screaming and then ripping at themselves. Uh, okay, I would like to try and get away from the ones that were grappling me. Um... Are they are? Is it essentially at this point that they're just consuming each other? And they're like pulling. It, actively... if, if they had hair to pull, they would be pulling their hair and clawing at their own eyes. Okay. <laughs> so Tuesday at the office. Um. <laughs> I will go ahead and uh, get myself free from them, and then I want to go and help attend to any of the other people that they had been torturing when we first got here. Try and get them free. All right, you uh, easily move free of them and start pulling people off of torturing equipment. They seem to be in the, that same daze they were in in the line, but several of them seem like they're they're waking up, like coming out of some kind of stupor or another. Okay, and the couple that are uh, actively waking back up, uh, I want to focus my attention on them and and see if I can help, you know, get them backgrounded to uh, to reality as well. All right, uh, we'll go to um, the creatures start continue to rip and tear and scream at each other. We go to John Stone next. Right. Um, so uh, so they're 
how many of those creatures are still here? There are still several hundred, but they're busy ripping at their own selves and clawing at their own eyes and, and carrying this cacophony of screeching. And with your enhanced vision, you can see that they're all slowly diminishing as though like some black cloud of smoke is coming off of them. Like they're, they're burning or dissipating in some fashion. Okay. So and there's a big table here, right? Like a big uh, meeting room table, right? Or, or they were, that they were eating off of, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to take that table. I'm going to turn it over. And I'm going to uh, run... And I'm gonna snowplow a whole bunch of them through the window, uh, outside. Just boom, and just smash them all through the window so they can just push them out as many of them as I can. All right, give me an athletics test, please. <laughs> Beat it by 14. Oh, you hit several dozen of them, and then scoop up several dozen more, and at least 40 or 50, and some of their now unused torture equipment is pushed out the upper floors of this building, falling to the streets below. They continue to scream and holler and let out these horrible, horrible noise. We are going to cut back to Crash in the basement if uh, he is willing to join us. He's here. All right. Crash, these, uh, the Wait. thing in front of you, it's... Uh... What, what was that, John? Sorry. That was one attack. I have two attacks. All right, John. All right, so are there any left? I, I, I just pushed like 40 of them out of the window. There are still, uh, I guess there were originally hundreds, so there's still quite a more, but they're diminishing in size by the second. Uh, uh, and, and, the, and the woman, how is she doing? Uh, you are not with her, uh, Tessa is. Well, yeah, but I mean, she just are at the other end of the room, right? The, the life source, uh, you can still detect it. It is very faint. Okay. Uh, so I am going to use, um, my badass, which lets me tap into the abilities of one of my other avatars, right? Uh, that would say, uh, boosted ability, which is only got when we reach a certain point in the store. Badass allows you to ignore all damage from one source. That's your store buff. Oh, moment of clarity does. Yeah. Right moment of clarity me. lets you use 2d8 for any skill check, even including one that is not available to you because you're, say, full avid or full pilot or full avatar. So you could use something from your pilot sheet and still roll eights. Okay. So I'm going to use uh, it with Thomas's uh, uh, biology ability to see if I can help um, stabilize or, or save the woman. Absolutely. Give me that. Use a moment of clarity so you can use eights even though you're rolling on your avatar sheet. Exactly. And I beat it by nine. Beat it by nine. Dashing across the room, you reach this twisted office scene where this woman is with Tessa and we immediately begin administering some forms of first aid to her. You believe that you have helped her somewhat, but she will definitely need some long-term care from a medical facility. Okay. Now I'm she's going to die. Okay. Now I'm done. That's my turrets. All right, uh, flashing back to Crash in the basement with these uh, strange talents embedded into you. They uh, pull out of your body, going backwards, and all these these parts of it that exploded around the room, all like a massive rapid vacuum, fly straight back into that stone and then disappear. 
Okay. So, it's my turn? It would be your turn, and there's nothing embedded in you at this point. Up above, you can hear the screaming, but it's fading fast. Well, I'll teleport up there. As you appear on the top floor, there's barely any bits, like like hand-sized bits of these creatures still left that are turning more and more and more into black smoke until they're completely gone. And this hellscape is just a uh, office building with some improvised torture equipment in it and an overturned table that looks like it was used like a snowplow to bash out a window. Oops. None of the signs of gore are there besides the dead bodies that they obviously tortured to death beforehand are still here. Obviously. Obviously. And we are no longer in combat. Initiative does not apply. That was an eventful turn. I would say so, yes. <coughs> uh, I rejoined the group. All right, you're, I'm assuming, carrying the uh, woman's yes. body out. Yep. She does have life signs. She's still breathing and still has a pulse. We should probably get this one to a hospital if there is still one available. The uh, people that were on torture equipment start coming to and waking up. All of them are very confused, as are the people in the stairwell, all the way leading down to the bottom floor. So what happened? I pulled out the, the tentacle thing, and where'd it go? Back in the stone. Oh, shit. So we sent it somewhere else? Yeah. There is also no longer an eclipse going on. The sun is shining, and it is a beautiful day out. Man. Well? I'm staying. You're staying in this world? Yeah, I'm going to need Pierce to move my body here. Can you take care of that when we get back? Let him know where we are. Why do you want to stay here? Uh, that thing got in my head. I don't know if it's all the way out, but if it got its way, then uh, I'm infected, and I can't be compromised. All right. Can we? Can, I can send someone here, maybe that is more just, knowledgeable about that kind of stuff. Just Pierce, bring my pod, and I'll jack out after it gets here. All right. Well, I'm here. Can you use my yeah. metapod skills here? Not unless you're staying too, and I would prefer you didn't. Can you make sure that uh, that Sarah gets credit for some of this so that she doesn't have to go back into the insane asylum? Yeah, yeah. since I'm going to be here anyway, might as well. Cool, thanks. But uh, I'd like my own body here, so I don't have to live in an insane asylum, so. Right. Yeah, beyond fair. And I mean, we've all more or less kept our kept our avatars under wraps, but I certainly wouldn't want to stay in this damn body any longer than I had to, so. No, you can we, you didn't, you, no, nobody got in your head, you're fine. 
I mean, I can stick around here for a couple weeks if you want some company. I don't. I don't like company. Might as well get used to 1904. I can still work. I'm still working. You yeah. hate it here. You hate it here. Yeah, this is the worst place ever. Of course I get to stay. We'll get it fixed. We'll get it we'll get it sorted out. We'll get your body here. I'll send someone down here. Knows more about viruses than I do. First things first, I guess. Well, I guess call me when it gets here. I'm gonna go. Time Crash Jackson is gone with his avatar, disappearing in a flash of lightning, leaving the three of you to jack out and return home and ask Pierce to bring him his pod and his body, hopefully. Was it a win? I guess only time will tell. I want to thank everyone for watching this episode of Masters of the Metaverse. Uh, make sure to tune back in on Monday for another episode and, you know, watch all week long, we're streaming stuff every day here on the Zoe Twitch channel. You don't want to miss it. I can't wait to see what happens next on all the different shows. We're going to jump the Odies here. We've got another uh, movie night for Zoe Game Night coming. And then, of course, there is the uh, Crawl Royale on Fridays. Um, I will uh, see you guys next time. Love you all, and I hope you guys have a good night. Be safe. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thanks, all. Masters of the Metaverse, Masters of the Metaverse.